Oh no, the Canadians are coming. Chris, John and Irish Ashley combine to make the ultimate team better than any wet dream. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. John's the CEO and Boomer. Ashley's the real leader. Chris brings the vibes and juices as our enjoyment increases. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. Yo. Yo, indeed. Look How's it going? It's, I'm in a new home. I have a home. There's a chair. It's right there. It's nice. It's got cool colors to it. It's got a lot of colors on it. There's a colorful there's, blanket behind you as well. Blanket right there. There's plants. Fucking there's plants. plants. Plant there. There's a plant right there. Oh, my days. There's, there's a plant right there. Is it everything you dreamed it would be? There's a bunch of fucking plants out there. <gasps> Look at that. It's awesome. I like it very much. It's so pretty moving, great. Moving has gone well. Are you you're yeah. good? The world's tiniest, for real, Tet, such a small TV. Although <laughs> it's bigger than any TV I had in my childhood, so I'm not sure what I'm complaining about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, TVs have come a long way. <laughs> What's up, ENB? Um, hello, Edinburgh's nicest boy. Hello, chat, everybody. Hello, podcast listeners. We hello, were especially podcast late listeners. yesterday, so <laughs> we're especially early today. <laughs> How was yesterday? Yesterday was yesterday was great. We had Abigailia on, and nice. uh, we talked about like we covered an unusual amount of ground. Mm. <laughs> it went places. Um, nice, but it was, good places. It was great. Yeah, it was brilliant. I mean, good nice. places and terrifying places. Yeah, and checks out. Yeah, yeah, it was I saw, good. Um, <laughs> I saw something about a skull. Well, that was the story that you've already heard about. Uh, oh no, sorry, you've heard about my skull, but Abigail had a separate skull story. I've just—that's her dad's skull. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, she's told that uh, on stage. I know that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we got to hear that story, which was enlightening. It's its own thing, right? It's something yeah. else. It's something it's else. Something. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, so how was the move? Was it smooth or was it a lot? Sh shockingly smooth. It was really good because I mean, everything. I haven't received any of my bags yet, so everything that oh, I yeah, have because you didn't have that much was carry on on a plane. Yeah. So like totally doable. Uh, my dad mm -hmm. wanted to drive me down. So that was good. We went to the doctor beforehand because I've been trying mm -hmm. to get him to go to the doctor for years. Uh, and he finally went and that was great. The doctor was very helpful. Um, good. And then uh, we went straight from the doctor's office to uh, my place and he like he likes it. He's got it programmed into his GPS so he can come find me. Oh, amazing. Um, he's a... Uh, uh, yeah, and then it was like, I mean, unpacking was a breeze. The only thing that I've changed so far is, uh, which way? I put that little bookshelf behind me. That's the only... Cute. That was in my bedroom. <laughs> had no business being in the bedroom. That's a living room bookcase. So uh, other than that... You've made it yeah, your own then. <laughs> it's, that's, you know, weirdly, I look at that and I'm like, now it's home. Now, every time I walk by, I'm like, that's the change that I, I made. I made my mark. This is on me. Yeah. That is the equivalent of me pissing at the doorway. That's <laughs> like, it. It's there's this my there's territory this, now. There's this great um, uh, line in The Great Gatsby where um, uh, the 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 narrator sort of walking around and he's he's just moved to the neighborhood's called New Egg and he feels new and he doesn't know what he's doing and then someone I guess who's lived there a little bit less time than him walks over 
and asked him for directions. And he said, in that moment, he became a local. As soon as he gave someone else directions, he belonged and this was his home now. And that was sort of how I felt being like, interesting. this goes here, that goes there, my home, not yours. I remember seeing something before and it was a, it was actually a study that said that you, you are less well off asking a local person for directions than you are trying to find something yourself. Huh. Because when you have lived in a place for so long, you actually don't retain the information of how you know something. Or it, it, yeah. it doesn't even have to pertain to directions, but it's something that's called latent knowledge. So you mm-hmm. forget the information that somebody who's totally new to a subject matter yeah. would need to know in order to understand the thing. So if you live in an area, you're going to give terrible directions versus yeah. somebody who's very new to the area or somebody who, uh, or, or uh, somebody who doesn't know the area at all, trying to figure it out with a map or something, they're actually mm. more likely to get there in less time than because they're still they processing somebody, it. Yeah, yeah, if they ask somebody they for directions, area, which I think is very interesting. Yeah, it's this latent knowledge idea. Um, so really, he was wrong to feel like he was the local for being able to give directions. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> but, but that, yeah, the sense of like, no but longer I an interloper. The sentiment, yeah. I'm here longer than you. It's like all the, um, it's like when immigrants hate immigrants. Like, yes. hey, listen, I was here first. Fuck yeah. you. Hey, uh, <coughs> Donald Trump, hi. Oh, we got uh, raided. Questing time. Questing time. You Thank in. you for the raid. Thank you so much for the raid. Welcome in, raiders. You're going to get a well, video. Come. Uh Welcome. Are you doing it or am I doing it? Oh, you look like you were doing it. So I was laying I off. am doing like, it, but I wasn't sure right, you were going to do it. Yeah, and we yeah. were going to press it at the same time because that keeps happening. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> One million. Thank you for the sub. Here's your Enjoy the video. Welcome to the Untitled History with John and Chris and Ashley. Stick around and give us a follow. You are awesome. Welcome. Used that raid video to eat a snack. (laughs) I just put some gum in. I ordered a pizza last night because I didn't want to cook because I was tired. And um, and then um, that pizza made me feel uh, weird. Uh, it's not a good pizza. I'm not going to order it from there again. Uh, and so, uh, but then oh, I didn't dear. have any food in my house what, in wait, between what streams. Kind of, what, what kind of weird? Did you shit yourself? <laughs> not myself, but I, I shit so big oh, at about okay. five in the morning. <laughs> That I had that, you know, when you when you take a shit that's so big, you put down the lid and you flush it, and you just assume it's going to overflow. Yeah, it was that. I was just waiting. Oh, I was no. like, "Here we go, first night flooding the bathroom. It's oh, gonna, dear. it's gonna get ugly." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's what happened to me in New York. <laughs> Are you still there? Am I frozen? Am I frozen? Mm. Chris frozen. Um, one of us froze. I, I, mean, I don't know which one. For me, it's for me, it's you. I, you're on a delay. The time is out of sync with your video. Oh dear. Let's. I'll leave and I'll come back. 
Okay, cool. See you in a second. Can you hold it down by yourself? Oh, that's a that's yeah. quite a delay. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> okay. Hello. Um, that's how. Thank you, Ted. That's how you claim a place is your own. Is you just get your shit all over the floor. So, or Milliam, I put it down because I like to close it because I don't want the the shit vapors to come up into the air. Don't do that. You got to close the lid. That stops. Because as soon as the water flushes in, it agitates everything, and then shit particles go all over the place. So for your own health, close the lid. And also, whether the lid's open or down, that water's coming out. If it's gonna, if it's gonna overflow, it's gonna overflow. Um, but I had to give it a shot. And you know what? I'm glad I believed in myself. What Welcome did back. you believe in yourself for? Oh, we're still talking about the flush. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. I. That 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 mean needing to leave timed up very well with a very loud belch. So yes. Oh <laughs> damn it! Damn it! I mean, it would have gotten muted. I would have muted the mic anyway. But you know. Uh, oh, my name is Ruin. Makes a good point. Twitch streaming has been incredibly wonky since last night. Because did you hear about the hack? I've heard about some big leak or hack or something. Uh, we should probably talk about changing our pass password. Yeah, or... I changed. So I changed the password on my private channel. Oh, okay. um, but then I oh, didn't I, I didn't want to do it right before uh, this one because obviously yeah. then it's a pain and there's text messages and everything. Uh, yeah. But we'll do it we'll afterwards. It. Yeah, we'll change it later. Uh, speaking of later, we have oh. a lovely guest dropping by in the show later on. Uh, oh. If you're worried, open the tank. It turns to over. Oh. oh, this is the toilet. <laughs> this is the toilet. Um, hot tip. If you're worried, open the tank. If it threatens to overflow, grab the float. Thank you. Yeah. Excuse yeah, that me. The flush, does it? I did not know that. I think it stops the flush. That's very cool. Um, sorry. Later on, we have a guest coming in. Mr. Will Duggan is going to be joining us around about Excellent. 11 o'clock, halfway through the show. Excellent. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Love me some Will Duggan. That'll be great. Know, and then right? afterwards, for people that are new to the show, Alec, uh, Ashley and Will are going to get hammered uh, off air and sit and uh, talk for about four hours. Yeah, I, I, I came prepared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for the follow, Car just, Smile Steve. I know Welcome what to, to expect the when we have Will. You know, mm -hmm. absolutely. You guys have a you guys have a way, and I we I love and respect a, it. A vibe. Um, I actually I booked Will. I sent Will a message to come on this tonight. Um, when Facebook and WhatsApp and everything went down, and I usually Will mm. is the only person in the UK that has my Irish phone number and I exclusively contact through my Irish WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so um, I use WhatsApp to connect with him, but I, I had to go and then use my English number to text him. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could have done it with my Irish phone number, but I just wasn't bothered going in to switch out the, the SIM card. Yeah, it's a pain in so the ass. So I just ended up uh, uh, <laughs> texting him. And yeah, it's so weird to text people. Um, but I also thought, like, oh, this is kind of nice. Maybe we should bring this back. <laughs> Texting? Nightmare. Yeah. Hate it. I know, but I don't know. There was something just nice. It was nostalgic. I think that's all it was. <laughs> Send me voice messages. All I want is people sending me voice messages of them singing the Reading Rainbow theme song. And then, <laughs> and then right at the end going, by the way, are you free on the 15th? And then hang on. That's it. That's all I want. <laughs> the Reading Rainbow theme song. Yeah, do you not know the... I the, don't know that. What? The LeVar Burton uh, reading show that we all grew up with? Well, in North America, Reading Rainbow? Uh, well, I didn't grow up with it, so no, no. Oh, shit, we're playing that right now? 
Is it going to get us kicked off YouTube, though? I don't um, think so. Okay. But, I mean, anything is fucking possible with YouTube these days. Uh, Will was reading... mentioning, and suddenly the image of him doing that weird finger thing from the mega stream. What? Oh, that thing that I can't do. <laughs> what thing was that? He, oh. he was doing this thing. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it though. My fingers won't do it. <laughs> Thank you, King Geo. I'm all moved in. I got my got my place. It's a one bedroom. I got a fucking balcony. Look at this. Look at this shit. Look at this. Fucking, you see that? <laughs> You've got a wee balcony. That's so That's cute. That's an outdoor space to sit on. You can't see, but there's a chair and a little table out there. Oh my god. I was reading day. comics. That's oh, so Richard. Nice. Richard, I started reading Guardian Devil, and it's very good. Thank you. We were talking about um, uh, Marvel Comics today because I played the Avengers game after the crossword. Ooh. Um, and um, which is fine. It's a fine game, um, but uh, oh, apparently it gets very boring. The yeah, Richard recommended a really thing. cool thing. David Horace asked if we can do the blood thing with our fingers. I can't. I'm I've sure never if I spent a little bit of time on it, I probably could. Yeah. But I I know that I can't out of the top of my brain. Um, All right. What, what we're going to do now is I'm going to show you the opposite of the blood fingers. This okay. is this is the theme song to possibly the most wholesome show in all of television. Um, where basically LeVar Burton just encouraged us all to read. That's so cute. Butterfly in the sky. Oh, no. Did it, it freeze for you? It is Son frozen. of a bitch. <laughs> Why are you like this? Uh, I that that feels Oh fuck. All right, I'm gonna pause it. Okay, let it I am buffer. experiencing interruptions. Shall find I find out, out why? why? I think you should find out why. <laughs> Maybe I'm trying to stream in high def. Um are you loaded? Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. Look at all this fucking imagination. I can go anywhere. It's about the power of books. I mean, it's adorable. A reading rainbow. I can be Motivation. Right? They just want you to, you know, grow and read and learn. Okay. Yeah, I get it. I fully so get it. It's, a friend of mine, it's quite lovely. A friend of mine used to get drunk and just call me and leave that on my voicemail. I love that. At like two or three in the morning. And then he'd just hang up. He wouldn't say anything. He'd just sing that song and then just hang up and go about his night. Oh. That's this is wonderful. What a, what a nice thing to do when you're drunk. You know, like some people are such dickheads. And then there's people like that. Yeah. He's a good man. <laughs> He's a good man. Oh, that's lovely. What? Okay. What, what's, what do you do when you're that drunk? Oh, Jesus. All kinds of stuff. Mm. Um, uh, a, it doesn't show. Okay. So you, so you have to know me really well uh -huh. to know. Um, uh, I um, get either very, depending on who I'm with, I either get super complimentary 
Okay. Um, and so I just start like really bigging people up. Um, right. And I'll just sit and just fucking go, go for it. Um, and people just leave beaming. Or if I don't like the person, I don't like, I don't like make fun of them necessarily. <laughs> you just get aggressively fun. <laughs> I just fuck with them. Okay. Uh, and then, and I get like really, um, Evelyn Mock put it really well. She was, um, she was like, it's not that you're different. You're just more <laughs> you. <laughs> and, uh, and so I say like, um, I've got a, I've got a knack for, uh, for better or worse. I'm very good at sort of seeing people for exactly who they are, mm -hmm. uh, good and bad. And I don't judge people generally, which is why I end up having a lot of friends who are dickheads. Um, okay. Because I like dickheads because they're just honest about who they are. Uh, sure. But obviously, there's like within a realm, obviously. Yeah. But um, they just make me laugh. I think they're very funny. <laughs> and um, uh, but so I just and they don't mind when I'm honest about them. And so I just get that way is I just start um, telling people the truth about themselves. And that's mean <laughs> often. <laughs> uh <laughs> Oh no, John and, Fr John and Chris's friendship origins explained. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's um, like I kind of, I simultaneously now want and don't want to experience this. <laughs> yeah, that's how everyone feels. Yeah. I remember one friend was like, "Do you ever uh, um, like you don't really?" He pointed out that I don't really tell people my opinion about them. And I say, well, I don't unless they ask, you know, if they ask, then I'm happy to give it. But uh -huh. who the fuck am I to tell them what I think of them? And I was like, do you want to know what I think of you? And he thought about it for a second, went, no, <laughs> just left. We're still good friends. Um, there would have been there would have been some good and some bad. I understand why he didn't want to know. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, yeah, when I'm <laughs> when I'm drunk, it's that. And what makes it worse is I, I don't look drunk at all. I look fine and so it just seems like you've been getting drunk next to me while i've been judging you yeah. uh yeah i remember feeling that way a couple of times on stream when we've had a few drinks on stream mm -hmm. uh like i would not realize how drunk you were until we finished the stream or something mm -hmm. um but the at the one of the last times I was like, oh, Chris is shit-faced. <laughs> mm. yeah, I don't sometimes... remember which one it was, but I, I could see it in your eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every now and then it tips over. Especially, you know, when you get when you can really tell us if I get excited. If I'm just, like, chill, if I'm having a nice time, then I'm totally fine. But as soon as I get excited, then I get, like, really excited when I'm drunk. And then, <laughs> my goodness. dad drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. This is fun. Do you maintain is... your judgment? Have Classic a friend time. who always seems sober but still has terrible ideas that you assume <laughs> are sensible because he seems sober. Oh, that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that way. I start being like, you know what we should do? And people go, oh, and I can still back it up. I can, people I can listen to you. You've got too much Chris yeah. versus training. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it it works when you're drunk. <laughs> That's easy. My life has been leading up to Chris Betts versus. I've just always yeah. been that guy. It was very much, um, oh my God, the things I used to get friends to do in bars. Like to be what? fair, oh they'd always God, make like it worse. What? It was always, it was almost always <laughs> to do with like either, oh, you can make it, like something they're jumping over or something stupid like that, some physical feat, 
or um, uh, hitting on girls, always convincing right. my friends to hit on women. Um, but then they would be like, I remember this one friend of mine and he's just, there's two of him. There's sober him and drunk him and drunk him is dangerously confident. Uh, he is so fucking sure that he is the best. Um, okay. Whereas sober him, not that way at all. One of the most reasonable people I've ever met. Genuinely wonderful guy. Uh, but I was like, he was like, I don't think that girl's into me. I was like, oh, she's into you. And I just, I knew that her boyfriend was there. So I was like, well, this is going to be very funny. Oh, no, that you are <laughs> such a dickhead. <gasps> and so um, he went over and he went to, um, he sort of held out his hand and the girl was like, oh, okay. We were all like 19 or something. Uh, she put her hand like in his hand to for him to kiss it, kind of like because that was sort of what he went to do. Um, and then he just licked her whole hand, fingertip to wrist, full. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and I'd, I'd already grabbed all my friends. I'd be like, watch this. This The boyfriend's going to be so mad. We're going to let's see what happens here. None of us saw the hand licking coming. <laughs> that was a new move. <laughs> that, was... that is bold. <laughs> I feel and like he, if I was the boyfriend, I would have just pissed myself laughing. Yeah, even even the boyfriend was like, clearly not a threat. This is not. <laughs> there is no reason to be jealous about this. He sort of stepped in and was like, hey, man, maybe not. And my buddy went, whatever, and walked away. And I was like, that's the funniest shit. I can't believe. And even we were like, why are you licking her hand? And he's like, I don't know, man. It just It just felt like the right thing to do at the time. <laughs> If in doubt, if, anybody that's listening to this this show, um, if you ever think that licking the hand feels like the right thing to do, it's it's. I can tell you right now, it's not. It's never. <laughs> it's never. Don't lick any part of their body when they're clothed. Unless they ask you to. <laughs> yeah. If they're already naked, go start licking. But yeah. It's, but but I my still, goodness. Even so, tread carefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still probably, unless you really know them well and you know that they'll laugh, don't lick the face. Yeah. Leave, leave the face alone, unless that's what they're into, which I assume yeah. someone must be. Um, yeah. yeah, I licked it, now it's mine. It's the it's the nightclub <laughs> cupcake rule. It's, I mean, you can try, but I licked her. So, you know. <laughs> it is very important to get consent before licking. Um, Super important. But Jesus, that's such a move. It was so funny. We were shocked. The, Sh absolutely yeah. shocked. Boy, this was almost 20 years ago. <laughs> and we still talk about it all the time. We can't, wow. we can't get over it. It was remarkable. I really want to name him, but I know he'd be upset if I did. So I'm not going to. Um, he's the sweetest guy. He's one of, <laughs> he's one of Sadaf's like, favorite of my friends. Okay. He's genuinely fantastic. Like, he's a really that's, great guy. That's the raid message sorted. <laughs> Excuse me. What's that? Gain consent Gain before consent licking? before licking. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I feel like that's an important message to get out into the world. Mm. <laughs> I had I'm curious. would what... sneak up and lick the faces of people he knew as a greeting, and that was how you knew he was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, he must have had a tough time in COVID. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just licking the mirror. I missed you. Uh, uh, I once watched a friend go talk to a girl he fancied, uh, only to uh, not see a low steel table in front of her and her friends. 
Oh dear. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, he went tumbling, didn't he? Oh my goodness. He quite literally fell at her feet. Oh. And then did she like <laughs> step over him? Body slam oh no. <laughs> oh god. Oh, I'm that was enough. Sure. I'm not sure. Oh, go on. You you have a story. Oh, I just I just remembered the worst flirting technique I think I've ever thought of. I was very, very drunk. Ooh. As in like the least effective. Um, yeah. I was very drunk. I was working at a nightclub with the same guy. He was also very drunk. It was New Year's Eve, so everyone was fucked. And um, and he was like, I just really want to just really want a girlfriend, man. I want to meet a lady. I was like, there's tons of ladies here tonight, man. It's New Year's Eve. Let's go find a lady for you. And so there were um, it was before camera phones. And so mm -hmm. the whole place was uh, littered with um, uh, disposable cameras. Right. And so um, so I was like, I'm going to take one of these cameras. I'm just you're going to sit down with some of these girls. I'm going to take a picture of you with the girls and then you're going to start talking because now a weird thing just happened and you'll have like a connection. And uh, that's such a good wingman idea. Oh, thanks. It didn't work. It did not work. Oh, okay. Please, <laughs> please continue with the story. He was, hand, that, he was fucking theory, hand looking like drunk. A really good. Oh, see, <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean. Is like because I a have good idea until you lick someone's hand. I'll reiterate: don't lick people's hands. It is not a move. It no. will never work out well for you. <laughs> no, no. But it was. Okay, but that's the thing: is I knew that it wasn't going to work out well. I just thought it was very funny that he was drunk, and I knew that it would be bad. Okay. And that's my that's my thing when I'm drunk is it's like, doesn't this oh, sound like a good idea? This as funny as possible. Okay. Because you don't understand the consequences of what's about to happen. <laughs> Let's go. Oh Christ. That's low stakes so chaos, man. Funny. Low stakes chaos. It's my favorite thing in the whole goddamn world. Low stakes um, chaos. King Geo, I know a guy who used to just whip it out once drunk. I know so many, so many of those guys. guys. So many of those guys. So many guys. There are tons of them. Yeah. I knew a theater company with. like that. A whole <laughs> theater company. <laughs> um, I know an Egg industry line, like so. that. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the whole comedy industry. I'm totally kidding. It's not It's not all of them. <laughs> it's all funny games until someone's hand gets licked by a stranger and you are that stranger. <laughs> yeah. You absolutely don't want to be that true. stranger. Oh, Paul, do you want to come on, man? Ooh, Paul, do you want to come on? Paul, if you want to come hang out, um, we'd love to have you on. Um, <coughs> uh, yeah, Ooh. no, it was just... Oh, great. I'll send cool. you the link. I'll send Thanks. it to your Twitter. Um, yeah, so we used to uh, we used to do shit like that all the time. Um, yeah. But those guys are like... I've known those guys since I was very young. These are very, very old friends of mine. Um, okay. What about you? What's your what's what's your? Because I've only seen you drunk on stream, and you're normally yeah. having a very good time. Yeah. And so I don't know if that reflects out uh, outside Ashley the same as inside Ashley. I think I'm. You know, you've been drunk on stream. There is still a part of your brain that's in performance mode. Yeah. Um. So it's probably not a hundred percent accurate. Uh, oh, here he is. That was so here quick. Here he is. Ready and willing. Hey, buddy. Hey, Paul. I mean, like, not to brag, but, like, I was at my computer already. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Hi. Hi, friends. Legit, hey. yeah. <laughs> how was, uh, how um, was today's mission? Uh, it was, it was, it was uh, good. 
Um, I had a nice time. <clears throat> the last thing that happened was the players blow themselves up at the end of the show. So I thought Amazing. you were going to say they Left, literally have any more damage at the end that. of the show. But <laughs> no, if only it was that coherent. Um, <laughs> Oh, by the way, podcast listeners, we're talking to Paul Foxcroft, um, mm -hmm. who is the uh, host and creator of Questing Time, which is a D&D &D live show and Twitch stream, which you should all check out. Um, yes, I will drop all the links into the description of the podcast for you listeners. Excellent. Aww, thanks, friends. We, we keep forgetting that we're doing an audio version of this as well. And yeah. so... Um, we're making we a very well, good I'm, conscious I'm, effort to, to address them, though. We're getting better. We're definitely I'm still them them. gonna. I'm gonna use mime a lot when I describe things. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um, I I threw this in the chat, but I do kind of wanted to talk about it, which was um, when I was in my late teens, like just uh -huh. before we went to college. <clears throat> the exact thing that Chris can do when he's drunk, which is sound plausible, uh, happened, and it mm. led to my one of my best friends, a guy called Pete. I'm not going to give his full name. A guy called Pete. Uh, we had found. I don't know the right term, an abandoned toilet. Hmm. Um, okay. Like a, a disembodied <laughs> toilet. Okay. And we were like, why is this just a, this just a toilet at the side of the road? What mm -hmm. a what a sight. And through uh, two friends of ours who were also hammered but sounded convincing, Ooh. my friend Pete carried a toilet onto the frozen ice of a canal. That's what that's what you meant. Put it, in the middle, on, put it on the ice in the center of a canal, about thirty foot from a bridge that was quite busy with traffic, and took a shit. Amazing. That's um, so funny. That's and ballsy as well because a frozen canal so dangerous. Like a frozen canal in like Liverpool as well. So like and like a toilet's heavy. A toilet's yeah. not light, and with a person sitting on it, that's a lot of localized weight on yeah. ice. Yeah, it's yeah. really dangerous. That's, yes, uh, yes. I we I realized this maybe like a minute after it started. Yeah. Um, While he was in yeah. full push mode. Yeah, he because we, we were like, uh -huh, this. The thing is, we were like, this is funny, and it, it was like it was the sort of thing that you would do now because your friends could take a funny picture of you. This was mm. in. This was in like 1990. You just did it for the yeah. story. Just for you. And my just friend was just, I don't know what his rationale was. <laughs> um, but then, um, yeah, it wasn't like we had camera phones didn't exist. We could record this. It was just a thing. And also, because it was quite dim, like there were streetlights and moonlight and whatnot, but like we couldn't exactly see what he was doing. And it was only when the first car went over the bridge, because it was near a corner, that the, the, the lights of the car went past and were like, Oh, he's actually doing a shit. <laughs> <laughs> also, a shit is going to be relatively warm when it yeah. hits the ice. So that is yeah. going to compromise the structural integrity <laughs> yes. of what he's Absolutely. balancing his yeah. life on. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. How do you explain that to his parents? <laughs> how did how did he the, die? The same guy, None of your same business. Guy, That's how. When, he, when we were like we were best friends growing up. Um, the same dude he died when doing we were what about. He loved. <laughs> We'll come back to that statement. Um, oh, but, this guy um, shits. This guy. <laughs> we uh, he um, he when he was like ten years old. We were ten years old, hanging out of my place, right? And my mm. parents, like, like a semi-detached house in in Liverpool suburbs, and um, he said we were on the first floor of the house. Uh, so not the ground floor, the next one up for North American listeners. Um, okay. And like, in, I think we we're outside my bedroom. And he looked at the staircase and went, do you think I can walk up the staircase 
do you think I can walk up the banister? And I said, no. And he <laughs> said, I reckon I can. And he didn't have shoes on. He had just socks on his feet. And he decided to test this theory at the top of the staircase and, like, clambered onto the banister, stood up, let go, and fell down the banister <laughs> immediately. Like, oh, there was Christ. no pause. There was, he just let go and immediately tumbled arse over tip down the, down the banister and the stairs, hit the big knobbly bit at the bottom of the banister. Yeah. It's wooden, and he, like, cracked it. And then he slammed into our plate brass front door, which he cracked. Oh no! Shit. And um, he was like, I think I don't know how injured he was. My parents' solution to this was to be angry and send him home. <laughs> I, I, and looking back at that, I'm like, no, no, we should have gotten him medical attention. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's dead now. Um, Is he really? He, oh yeah, he died about four years oh, ago. No. Yeah, um, oh okay. Jesus Christ, yeah. Paul! Oh my God, um, he was. <laughs> He was uh, he, oh, he no, was committed my, my to joke loads is so of things. Inappropriate now. <laughs> yeah. uh, he committed to loads of things, but perhaps principally was making a series of non-risk-assessed life choices. Mm. Um, oh dear. He wants yeah. uh, his his wake, which was really interesting because um, he was the first of my people I went to school with friends who has died. Mm. Not the last. Oh shit! Um, <clears throat> there's been a raft of them. Even before oh, COVID, but, that's um, surprising. Yeah, um, but um, mm. something more than I was expecting. It's a weird yeah. phase of your life to wander in. You know, when you go, oh, everyone's getting married and having kids, and then it's like, oh, my yeah. peers are dying. It's yeah, a weird transition. Well, also, I mean, but, um, uh, your your silver foxness uh, 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 is sort of false in that you're still you're still like a relatively young guy. You know, no one would ever be yeah. like, oh, Paul's the age where people he knows just start dying. Yeah, no one would ever say that. Yeah. So that's a damn. That um, sucks. But, yeah, a, a thing. but his wake was really interesting because it was there were like groups of us from different times in his life. So mm -hmm. it was like a core sample of ice, <laughs> and all of us. As I, I guess this is standard for wakes because it's happened to all the ones I've been to since. We all wound up just sharing stories about him yeah. through the periods of time when we'd known him best. And a consistent thing was all of his stories were him taking unimaginably stupid risks. Um, <laughs> Or just like a really shitty trip. My favorite one was he had stayed up all night because the next day they were releasing the Star Wars X-Wing Lego. Okay. He, at this point in the story, he's like in his late 20s, early 30s. And yeah. his day job is he works at a bank. Um, he'd stayed up all night, but he, he was getting bored. So obviously he got high and drunk. Went to the Lego store first thing. Got in a queue for like an hour. He is steaming. Mm. He buys one of the like, he's like the third person in his town to buy the X-wing Lego thing. Gets home, makes it, excitedly goes around to his next door neighbors to show them, mm -hmm. um, and they're like, "Cool, I guess." Goes <laughs> home, puts it on the table, falls asleep on the sofa, having left both his front and back doors open, oh, and wakes no. up four hours later to find that they've robbed him of everything. Yeah, um, um, <laughs> and he didn't Jesus wake up. Christ. No. Did they no, no, take he only, the he, he, No, he only woke up because his neighbor was like, why is his door open? Oh, no. Um, his neighbors found it. They, they took the Lego and his TV and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Oh, uh, and his car. Oh, why my God. Oh, because his up? keys were there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Ashley, you've stayed up all night drinking. <clears throat> you sleep sound. 
you sleep sound once it's uh, it's, it's like ten in the morning. My house was getting robbed around me. I think it depends on how loud they were being. Yeah, I think that that is in the hands yeah. of the criminals. Yeah, if you're being robbed by like quite... a one man band, yes. Yeah, Speaking okay. to someone who used to break into my friends' houses and leave big things in front of their bedroom <laughs> doors for them to trip over in the morning, you can do it very quietly. Nice. Mm. <gasps> that you've reminded me of this is absolutely unrelated, but um, I lived in Edinburgh for a while, and a few mm. friends of mine were at the university there, and a mate of mine um, lived in one of the nice flats uh, towards Brutsfield. Mm. Okay. Um, like and Brutsfield. Did, like central corridor, lots of big rooms. He okay. had a flatmate who had taken a really big wardrobe. And his door was at the end of the corridor. He'd put it against his door, taken the back off the wardrobe, and put like a black curtain on it. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't see the doorway. <laughs> uh, so when he went to bed, he would just open the wardrobe, step yeah. in, close it, and go That's... through that wall, go through the back of the fake back of the wardrobe into his room. Very but silly. I like that. You oh. opened the wardrobe, it just had coats and shit in it. Yeah. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I like that so much more than I should. That's very <laughs> fun. That's just pure fun. That's great That's stuff. That's just fun. Yeah. yeah. That's just really, yeah. really fun. Yeah. Not, not. Um, this is such a weird topic. Not the best door I've encountered, but close. Oh, what's the best door? <laughs> I. You can't have, say that and then not tell us what the best door is. I've, if you I've, say I've, the back I've, door and this ends up being about anal sex, I'm going to be very disappointed in you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, that's not Paul. <laughs> no, no. Um. <laughs> the best door was I once got gen. The, I've got two contenders, both of which were hidden bookshelf doors. Okay. Um, okay. One was at the house of a very wealthy film writer. Yep. Um, and you would. Where I just got frightened by somebody walking in through a bookshelf. And the other one was many years ago when I was still a stage manager. I did um, the lighting fit up for. Do you remember Prince William's birthday party was interrupted briefly by a man dressed as Osama bin Laden? No. Uh, no, this is news that I didn't catch. <laughs> this is this is going back to like 2004 or thereabouts, and okay. um, so there was a three-day setup at winter hmm. to build. We had to build smaller rooms inside the rooms because the rooms are antiques. Of course, um, right. and um, huh. yeah, and then on the night of the party. Um, a few of us were still on site. I had, I was just, I was getting ready to leave. I was checking cabling on the roof. And I was having a chat with it. There was a nice guard up there. Um, I was chatting with because he was, he was from Liverpool and we were getting on just comparing notes about the city. And um, <clears throat> we were all asked to go into like a holding area. Mm -hmm. At the time, we didn't know why. I should say guard. He had what I would unambiguously, I, mean, I don't know much about guns, but he had what I would unambiguously describe as a sniper rifle. Okay. Um, okay. <clears throat> That's a very long, very long gun. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, so we were all moved into a hold. It was very calm. Hmm. We're like, we need you to just go to the holding area. We're like, yeah, fine. And um, all the walls in Windsor are hollow, and there's corridors in them for all the servants to move around in. What a fucking um, nightmare! Wow. And they have secret. <laughs> they have secret doors in like the wood paneling and shit. Of course. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, uh, side. Relevant thing. I had to find a Hoover on like day two because we'd spilled some stuff. Um, <laughs> the Hoovers were all Henrys, and they were all marked Henry the first, Henry the second, Henry the third. Of course, Henry the yeah. fourth. Yeah, yeah, that um, is good. Good. So funny. <laughs> I, I found that really pleasing. I also in yeah, a cupboard. I say a cupboard. The cupboard was bigger than my fucking bedroom. 
Yeah. But that was where they kept all the cleaning stuff. They had some of the exhibits, and so I just had to go in Charles II's throne because it was. In uh, uh, you have to. Are you allowed to admit yeah. that? I, I, as I said it out loud on like in like a, I was like I don't feel like I should have said that, but um, allegedly I, I'm lying. Yeah, problem solved. Dirty yeah. liar, Paul Fox. But yeah, the, the, but the reason we were the reason we were moved into a holding area was because a comedian by the name of Aaron Barshak, who was dressed as Osama bin Laden and did an act called The Comedy Terrorist, um, had broken, had gotten over the wall, broken the cordon, and wow. invaded the space. Now, I can't stress this enough. From my understanding, he was taken down about six paces beyond the wall. Oh, that makes by, a lot like, of sense. A, yeah. bunch of, a bunch of dudes. Yeah. But he did it to promote his Edinburgh Festival show, which oh was God. unilaterally <laughs> fucking terrible. Is this the one that people protested? Um, if you mean protest, you mean if he was kidnapped about once every three days from the stage of his show by other actual comedians, then yes. Oh no, I remember the. Oh, I remember there was one like big protest for um, anti-Islamic a... show, but that was that must not have been it. No, I don't think um... his show was like. I don't think his his show was anti-islamic so much as it was like his his act wasn't anti-islamic in its content just its, it's execution <laughs> yeah okay. Like, okay right does what, that what's make his sense? name again like i'm aaron barshak i think um but um i remember talking to a couple of comics at the time uh, the, like the, there was a lot of stuff in the media about everyone was really fucked off that a guy with no comedy talent had got so much yeah, coverage you would yeah be. and then um. Yeah, I vaguely remember. Maybe Brig was talking a bit. I think. Yeah, like I, I I'm pretty. I can't remember for ex exactly who it was. I'm ninety percent sure that Phil Nickel was one of the people who kidnapped him at one point. Because it seems like the most fucking Phil Nickel move. Yeah, I can see Phil doing that. Yeah. But like, they... I also I, that, that's not a fact. I just feel like that's true. Why would oh, they shit. kidnap him? What's the joke I'm missing there? <laughs> um, it was they hated him. <laughs> Okay. Was, he right. was also aggressively unfunny. Okay. Shocking. The comedy terrorist. Not. Yeah. Not putting the work in. So yeah. I found I, I found his Wikipedia page. Um, the Windsor Castle gate crash. It says he came to public attention attention on the twenty first of June two thousand three when he gate crashed Prince William's twenty first birthday party Jesus. at Windsor Castle, whilst wearing a pink dress, a false beard, and a turban in a fashion similar to Osama bin Laden. After wow. flashing his merkin to the crowds outside, merkin, obviously pubic wig for anyone uh -huh. unfamiliar, uh, he scaled the walls of the castle and entered William's party. He made it to the party. He no, was arrested after storming the stage where William was giving a speech. He was not prosecuted. That's the intrusion matter. triggered a police investigation into the security breach. Paul, comments. I do not believe you made it inside the building. <laughs> I mean, I'm shocked. One fucking second. Shocked to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't seem like he could have. Yeah. Why would they? Why would it be lying though? What well, is Wikipedia? Wikipedia. It's a he title possible it that he has written yeah. this. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, or it's also possible, and I'm a big fan of this, that the legend is better than the truth. Well, there's so he there's actually links to it. There's a BBC article uh, titled. Excuse me for a few days later. Is there Windsor photos Intruder. of him on the stage? <clears throat> I'll bring it up. 
the only photographs that the only photographs that would have happened would be official ones. Like we had to give away everything when we went into the venue. Okay, so there couldn't have been anybody with a phone to grab it. Or, yeah. Well, it's two thousand and three. Two thousand three. Well. So there were no phones anyway. Yeah. But so there he is. Disposable um, cameras. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got absolutely. offered. I got offered thirty grand to go in and take pictures. Oh wow! Of the setup. Wow. Yeah, but it was from That's the sun, wild. so I spat on the floor and told them to go oh, fuck yeah. themselves. Fuck um. um Okay, so, uh, yeah, no further action is being taken against the intruder. There he is. Looks like a smart guy mm-hmm. um, who managed to gay crash uh, Prince William's 21st birthday party at Windsor Castle. Uh, 37, breaking into Prince William. Jesus Christ, man. Imagine you, you're 37 years old. You're breaking into a prince's 21st birthday party to promote your terrorism-themed comedy show. Just hire a fucking firing team. You have gone wrong at some point in your life to get to that place. (laughs) Holy shit. Investigation in quotes. There he is. There he is in costume. Looking sharp. Jesus Uh, Christ. Oh my god. Once inside... Uh, so the comedian on the 21st of June event by cl- uh, got in by climbing a tree, then jumping on the wall and clamoring to a terrace. Once inside, he persuaded police officers that he was a legitimate guest and was able to mingle with other revelers. So he did make it in. Christ. Among the guests were the Queen, Prince Charles, Prince Harry, Camilla Parker Bowles, as well as William's friends from St. Andrews University in Scotland. Scotland Yard apologized for the wholly unacceptable breach of security. <laughs> yup. Yup. Yep. <laughs> How can you let that happen? Look at the picture. but remember paul you're dealing with upper class british people so racism is not off the table it's 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 very much understood to be part of it um this is just another hilarious jape by one of will's friends um a total of nine officers have also been told they're under investigation so the guy in charge has been moved to another job not fired moved to another job uh a total of nine officers (laughs) are he's now a sous chef for the met so um, I, you know what I think. Do you know why I think they they didn't press charges? Is because then they would have in the public record all the ways in which the cops let this fucking idiot get through. Yeah, because they would ask him like, "So what did you do?" Well, I walked in. And I talked to one officer. What did that officer say? He said, "Fucking sweet costume, bro. Looking good. Get in there." I can't stress <laughs> this enough. It wasn't a costume party. Great. Like Great. that's why that stands out more to me. Yeah. Great. That's so like, funny. It wasn't. It wasn't fancy dress. It was just like a. There it is. <laughs> hey. it oh, that's a great comment, yeah. Kirsten, saying they probably thought it was Harry. Yeah. Oh no. Patty, who's yeah. this '80s one? Who broke in in the '80s? Yeah, because there were definitely crimes in the '80s. Yeah. Yeah. We built, we built a really cool. Story. We built a really cool dance floor. I remember that. That's so cool. Um, yeah, it had um, what do you call it? Fiber optic cables. Okay. Um, nice underneath for lights, lighting. Spread out yeah. underneath like a clear. <gasps> That's very thing. cool. And arranged mm-hmm. so we the dance floor could do like color fades and stuff. That was really cool. Hmm. That sounds really cool. cool. Yeah. I what do like on... the idea of big scale party planning, like designing a, a, a venue like that. Mm. I think that's pretty yeah. cool. Well, that, when oh. I first moved down to London, that was like one of my two jobs was doing lighting for big parties and events. So like I've been to the national 
not natural, nat the Natural History Museum to light it like a lot. <gasps> That's um, so cool. Stuff like that, and the VNA and things like that. My other job was I thought I sold board games during the day. That's I yeah, love that. that's on brand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I I was really considering um a master's in stage management. Um but Where uh, in there's one in Edinburgh that's it's like a private company masters mm. that they do. And I forget what it's called. Mm. I think it's Edinburgh Stage School is what it's called, I think. Um, but I was looking into it, but uh, basically I couldn't afford to do it. Yeah. Um, are, you in, are you in Edinburgh or Glasgow? I'm in Glasgow now, yeah. Just moved here since... Because um, I think... Um, July? July. Because uh, my degree is in stage management from That's Netflix. so cool. <laughs> no, no, no. Unemployable. But um, Well, that was another reason I went down a different avenue, to be completely yeah. honest. But if you want also, to... Also, a pandemic I came in and I was like, oh, well, well, live events are in trouble for a while, so... <laughs> yeah. But um, I think RSAMD does a good stage management masters, I think. They used to. Yeah. It'll be something um, I might come back to because I did um, the uh, sound and lighting tech for uh, Monkey Barrel and for the Fringe there uh yeah. in 2019 and um i really i really liked it and i really wanted to pursue it but it just uh didn't go that way for me hmm. i am yeah. uh looking at the wikipedia page of michael fagan the guy that broke into <laughs> the palace in 1982 right now right uh-huh my goodness thing that, thing that stands out the most yeah first entry second entry what <laughs> did it twice twice it he got twice. in there twice shut up michael That's same brilliant. year a month a month apart michael fagan's um, first intrusion into the palace early june 1982 fagan says he shimmied up a drain pipe and startled the housemaid <laughs> who called security uh, he had disappeared before the guards arrived and then disbelieved the housemaid's report classic not believing women uh yep. fagan, on brand for the 80s yep uh, and cops. You've uh, all gotten too big for your boots <laughs> after the wars. We're just going to shut you the hell up. <laughs> uh, Fagan claims he then entered the palace through an unlocked window on the roof and wandered around for the next half hour while eating cheddar cheese and crackers. I don't believe That's that my favorite part. Bit. I don't believe that part at all. I don't believe all. that. I think no. that part is a lie. Um, he, who brings cheese and crackers to No, no, no. He would find the cheese and crackers. In the roof? In the roof? Because it really? came down from the roof, so he's like no, top he entered floor. The palace, yeah. He entered the palace through an unlocked window on the roof and then mm -hmm. wandered around the palace for a half hour while eating cheddar cheese and crackers. I he just found that. But there's got to be, they, they must have cameras yes. inside. I mean, it is the 80s. It's 82, the 80s. Man. I guess, yeah, yes, right. the 80s. Anything's possible. <laughs> Two said alarms he's... were tripped, but the police turned them off, thinking them to be faulty. <laughs> <laughs> He viewed royal portraits and sat uh, uh, sat for some time on a throne. Classic Paul Foxcroft. Uh, I mean, this is exactly what I did it with. <laughs> Except for the cheese and We did have cheese. We did. We had a cheese. They brought a cheese plate. You're Wait, a regular like, Michael. Like a little Fagan. Fagan. I like up and double check working. that this doesn't just say Paul Fox Foxcroft at the top. Not definitely Michael Fagan, the intruder. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, though. hang on. I love that there's other Michael Fagans, and this yeah. one is, is known specifically <laughs> for intruding. Redirected from Michael Fagan incident. Um, so he's from Clerkenwell. Um, uh, and then so uh, then he uh, walked around 
uh, drank half a bottle of white wine, got tired, <laughs> and snuck back out. So is there just snacks all over the castle? It sounds like it. These are a bunch yeah. of snacky folks. I guess when I have because it's a it's a really big building. Yeah. Like if you if you've got one snack, there must hub. be like three kitchens on every floor. Yeah. Yeah, and also, rich people don't do nothing, right? Their days yeah. are basically full of filling time. Yeah. And I know that when I have nothing to do, I snack, man. Yeah. I'm grazing. Yeah. So this makes sense to me. Second entry. <laughs> At around 7 a.m. on the 9th of July, 1982, Fagan scaled Buckingham Palace's 14-foot, that's 4.3 meter, uh, perimeter wall, uh, which was topped with revolving spikes and barbed wire. Yeah, the guy who did a lot of the obstacles in Sonic the Hedgehog was designed that. <laughs> I can't tell if you're joking or not. I um, am. Okay, <laughs> Copyright Botnik does not. There's not designed civil security. Civil security. You know, there's a lot of. I mean, it's the U.S. almost had a missile defense system named after George Lucas film. So I'm not. Yeah. You know, I feel like anything's possible. Um, yeah. The uh, uh, topped with the spikes and barbed wire, rotating spikes and barbed wire, and climbed up a drain pipe before wandering into the queen's bedroom at around 7:15 a.m. Wait, before we go any further, who thinks yeah. the queen is awake at this point? Oh, she's up. Yeah. I think she's awake. I think she should be out of bed. She's the fucking queen at 7.15 yeah. and you're 7 old. 7.15 a.m. Right. It's, time, well, it's time for you to join the world. But it's like 40 years ago. Oh my god. I've just oh read yeah, the next that's sentence. That's true. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, an alarm sensor had detected his movements inside the palace, but police thought the alarm was faulty and silenced it. How many at times this point, do false after, alarms go off? A guy broke in a to... month ago. You go check the alarms. But they didn't know about that. But they never found out point, about it. Like, well, they never have the police been adequately briefed as to what the alarms are? Yeah. I, this must mean that the alarms must go off all the time. It must be a wild system. And they're just like, yeah. it's like when a car alarm goes off on your street and you just go, oh, Jesus Christ. No one thinks it's being stolen. We all think that someone fucking bumped that car or hit a button. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, um, in an anteroom, Fagan broke a glass ashtray, cutting his hand. He was still carrying a fragment of the glass when he entered the queen's bedroom. That's Not a like great a, look. That's like a farce scene where you stumble in and you're covered in your own blood with a knife by accident. But all you wanted yeah, to do was say hello. It's like something out of um, Django Unchained. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the queen woke. Oh, so she was asleep, Paul. Oh, she was asleep. Shit. Damn. What? The queen woke when he disturbed a curtain. The glass ashtray didn't do it, but don't you dare touch that curtain. Uh, oh. An initial report said Fagan sat on the edge of her bed. However, in a 2012 interview, he said she left the room immediately to seek security. Oh, so he didn't get to talk to her. Because I'd heard that story that they sat and chatted. No. Uh, that's the famous one. Even aside from this the being queen. the queen. Hmm. Sorry, the queen is not going to sit and talk to somebody who's just broken in to her palace. I'd who's like bleeding from the, his hands? If the queen, yeah. if the queen woke up to find a bleeding man with what, to all intents and purposes, is a knife sat at the edge of her bed, mm. I'd like to think that she'd be like, "Okay, how are you?" Yeah, talking <laughs> while down. edging for the gun yeah. in the desk, <laughs> like or whatever. The queen, the queen doesn't have a gun. <clears throat> She that's, has men that have guns. <laughs> that's true, which is very sexist of her. Um, the, I mean, <laughs> I should say she has people that have guns. They're men, though, aren't they? But they're, they're men. men. Yeah, we they're know men. they're men. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
because someone but someone said what I mean um, is she personally doesn't need to even take that responsibility to own the gun herself. Like yeah, no, just, absolutely. She has the people for that. Um, wow. Uh, so okay, so this is this is the story that I'd heard, uh, which is um, she had called Kirsten saying she'd call she called downstairs and asked for cigarettes, and that's who they knew that how they knew there was an intruder because she doesn't smoke. So that's the version that I heard is that they were sitting and talking. She's like, let me get you some cigarettes. Can you send some cigarettes up, please? Cigarettes are men with guns, um, I assume. Wow. I wonder if if that would have worked with other stuff the Queen doesn't usually order. She's like, it's 7.15. Yes, can I have some buffalo wings? Yeah. (laughs) Unless it was like a predetermined code. Yeah. It could have been a predetermined thing. Uh, Doesn't it say that she But apparently that didn't happen. She rang so, the police, but nothing happened. So she ran out. Uh, yeah, so she uh, left the room to seek security. She had phoned the palace switchboard twice for police, but none had arrived. <laughs> the duty footman, Paul Wybrew, uh, who had been walking the Queen's dogs that appeared, followed by two policemen on palace duty who removed Fagan. The incident had happened as the armed police officer outside the royal bedroom came off duty before his replacement arrived. Unions, guys. Unions. When you're wow. done... You're done. You are done. That's wow. so funny that even the queen calling for police, they don't get to her. Like, I just nope. think of, you know, John was talking about how he had to get, had the Jews told him to call the police because they move faster than an ambulance. And it's just like, you have to hack the system. And even that's the right. queen couldn't yeah. get the police out to her. <laughs> yeah, Paul, that's something that um, when John got hit by a bus, um, two Hasidic men came over and asked if he was dying. And he said no. And they said, OK, well, then we can't help you. But you should call the police, not an ambulance, because the police will get here first. What were they going to do if he was dying? Well, if he's dying, then they're allowed to break um, the holy I'm day. With you. Oh, I yeah. didn't realize it was. The... Yeah. OK. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I've read a little further down this. Uh, can I read you my favorite sentence? Oh, please do. Yeah, it's a life I'll, segment. I'll bring it back up, um, absolutely. Two years after entering Buckingham Palace, Fagan attacked a policeman at a cafe in Fishguard in Wales. In 1983, he recorded a cover version of the Sex Pistols song, God Save the Queen, with punk band The Bollock Brothers. Oh, that's so funny. In 1997, he was in prison for four years after he, his wife, and their 20-year-old son were charged with conspiring to supply heroin. So, what a wild life that man has lived. What That means, so he broke into the palace twice, no uh-huh. charges, um, attacked a police officer, suspended sentence. This guy worked for the cops, and then he yeah, must have stopped. he had stopped. some friends. Yeah, he must have stopped and they were like, right, enough of this shit. You're going to jail for four years. You can't just sell heroin. It's one thing to break into the queen's bedroom. Yeah. But well, selling it heroin. Because it was, at the time, breaking into the Buckingham Palace was a civil offence rather than criminal, so he wasn't charged. Wow. They charged him with theft of the wine. Now? It must be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was not charged with trespassing the queens. Okay, yeah, so it says arrest. Since uh, Fagan's actions were, at the time, a civil wrong rather than a criminal offense, he was not charged with trespassing in the queen's bedroom. Uh, He was charged with theft of the wine, uh, but the charges were dropped when he was committed for psychiatric evaluation. In late July, Fagan's mother mother said, he thinks so much of the queen. I can imagine him just wanting to simply talk and say hello and discuss his problems. Oh, that's terrifying. That is like, yeah. that's genuinely sounds like something that 
the mother of a serial killer would say. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's how but you describe the guy that kills the queen. Yeah, yeah. but it's also <laughs> like exactly it's, a good, it's a good measure. Like people you've seen on television are not your therapists. Yeah. yeah. Like. <clears throat> oh. Um, and then it was not until 2007 when Buckingham Palace came became a designated site uh, for the purposes of Section 128 of the serious organized crime that such an offense became criminal. So until 2007, you could break into the palace and not go to jail for it. You might pay a fine. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, I, I don't know whether you've seen the bottom of that Wikipedia entry, Chris, but there is a see also the boy Jones. <laughs> Thomas Jones, nicknamed the boy Jones by the newspapers of the time, was a Briton who became notorious for breaking into Buckingham Palace multiple times between 1838 and 1841. All right, we're going to bring in Will Duggan right now, and we're going to talk about people that have broken into the pa Buckingham Palace. Will, welcome to the stream. Hey, How Will. you doing, buddy? Hello, everyone. <laughs> hey, uh, are you familiar with Michael Fagan, a.k.a. the guy that broke into Buckingham Palace in 1982? Yeah, he was definitely banging the queen. <laughs> exactly. That's what happened. He went in, fingered the queen, and then went about his day, uh, <laughs> ate some cheese and crackers, uh, wiped it off on his jeans, and then finger-banged the queen. Um <laughs> When the guards came in, wasn't he just sat on the bed having a chat with her? So we don't know because that wasn't covered in the thing. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure that, like in the story, <clears throat> excuse me, the the guards came in and she'd press some button. And he's like, "Yeah, big fan of um, you know, your dad, the King's Speech. <laughs> it's going to be a great film. Nothing creepy there." Uh, so in the Wikipedia page. <laughs> Just imagine for a second if any one of us woke up to find a bleeding stranger at the end of our bed telling us <laughs> that they were a fan of our dad. Love your dad. <laughs> Love your dad. <laughs> I feel like but, that could actually happen. A lot of people do really like my dad. <laughs> there you go. These are uh, the challenge for the stream there, Ash. The pros and cons of having a kick-ass dad. Yeah. Um, that's what happens in the crowd. But the crown acknowledges that they took a lot of liberties with the stories. They acknowledge okay. that they're not like a historically accurate thing. They just sort of yeah. stick near yeah. the story, but then make it more fun for TV. They're pretty I don't think next that. series is going to be a bit where Prince Philip orders the death of Diana. Mm. Yeah, right? They're not going to include yeah. that. It might happen off screen. It might be implied. <laughs> yeah. Imagine. Prince Philip walks in and someone goes, what have you been doing, Phil? Nothing. <laughs> and then and then he scratches and then he scratches on a pad that says have diana murdered he just scratches that out <laughs> to do his pocket. yeah <laughs> but um but apparently there's this other guy how okay if you had to break into we're going to do the boy jones in a second if you had to break into not even had chose to break into buckingham palace yeah what's your method how would you do it i know exactly how i would do it well, you guys think, here's how I would do it, because this is how you also get into concerts uh, for free. Uh, Sleep with the guards? You dress in, oh, not an option for me, but <laughs> Ashley, fucking smashly bangins, showing up. That's um, how I get drinks. <laughs> you sleep with the palace guards? Yeah. <laughs> that's, why you, that's why you go for extended periods of time when we're out? Yeah. That's how Ashley got into the Natural History Museum, despite not realizing it was free in. <laughs> That's my move, anyway. Checkmate, so it, Chris. Oh, damn. I mean, you're, get, you're getting in. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting in. 
uh, dig a big hole under the fences, Patty. I feel like it goes down too deep. I wouldn't. I wouldn't make it. Uh, but um, I dress uh, black shirt, long sleeve black shirt, black pants, black uh, shoes. Uh, as the catering companies are coming in, just pick something up off the truck and just walk with purpose with them. Uh -huh. You'd be amazed that. at how many places you can get in like that. Yeah. Yes, but at the palace, you go through. Mm. You go through a checkpoint. The truck goes through a checkpoint. This guy's beaming and then in there. You unload. <laughs> You unload past a point of security already. All right. Well, right. then I am not. I'm, okay, I'm not getting into the palace. Who's next? Can I say we something already... possibly libelous? Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. wait. Slander, because I'm not writing it down. I'll write it down, okay. and then you covered. Yeah, write it down. <laughs> I'll write it down. I'll write yeah. it. You say it. I'll write it down, and then we'll both have done a crime. <laughs> I have heard from... Will likes to get himself into trouble on this show. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, I went to a funeral with Elliot Steele the other day. Pretty awkward first five minutes. <laughs> Paul, just so you know, oh, no. uh, Will and Elliot are going to fight each other. Yes. Okay. For, We're going to sell tickets. Um, Will, said, kind. <laughs> Will said, I'm going to batter him, something to those words. And then Elliot said, okay. And now they're going to fight. For yeah. what it's worth, um, Paul, Elliot and I are friends. But it was a very awkward moment when I had to see him and be like, I'm fully aware that you're Elliot Steele and I look like this. <laughs> Don't say you're Elliot Steele as if that means something. No, you've seen him with his top off, though. He's ripped. Is he now? I've not. Um, oh. Right, I'll, I'll say something slanderous. I used to drink in a pub where one of the gardeners from Buckingham Palace used to drink as well. Mm -hmm. And he told me that if you go up towards, like, Kentish Town... Um, mm -hmm. The back of the garden of Buckingham Palace, there's a door for uh, private guests of mm. members of the royal family. So if you go near it, there's often some quite smartly dressed men hanging around the Secret Service. Mm -hmm. Whenever one of the princes, let's say one who never has a uh, wet forehead, mm. w was in residence, uh, Philip Schofield would, would knock on the door at like 1am. <laughs> Keep going. Well, and then they'd fuck. <laughs> no. Philip Schofield's banging Prince Andrew? You heard it here third, maybe, from the sounds of it. Yeah. That's according to a man I used to know in a pub who drank where I drank. I have heard that before, and now I'm wondering if it was from you. <laughs> it's the kind of thing I say. <laughs> yeah, I think it very well could have been. <laughs> Oh, that's Philip Schofield. This and libel. Oh, <laughs> brilliant, Paul. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh no, oh, yeah. Kirsten Prince heard Edward. it was Edward. Yeah. Not Andrew. That it was Edward. Andrew was the sweaty. Hey, forehead. Philip Schofield doesn't have to choose. Maybe it is Edward. Maybe it is Edward. Imagine being sandwiched between two princes, huh? Like the Spin Doctors song. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to fuck a royal, just go ahead now. As long as you'll also blow a royal at the same time. Well, look at him. Look at me. I've got to wait for my brother to die. This is wrong, but it works. <laughs> I like I like the phrasing of this person. Edward has long been rumored to be that way inclined. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was very newsreader voice. Well done, Chris. I really, I really like how every time that comes up, Kirsten's like the wording is very careful and very almost uh -huh. like um, avoiding 
the, yes. the, the, the recklessness of the slander and libel yeah. we have just bathed in, but also the headshot of Kirsten is of a woman with blood pissing out of her mouth like she's yeah. bitten an elk on the mouth. Uh, on the mouth, on the neck. Yeah, um, was are just like, fucking Schofield got DP'd by ENA. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, Will, is Will, that how you how would get you? in? Would you That's... would you be would you pretend to be Philip Schofield and be invited in by Prince Edward, your lover? No, but I think all of you, or not all of you, you've said, you know, go in the front. Mm. I think, not to be crude, but like <laughs> Philip Schofield, I'll go in the back. A little bit of uh, Edward and Andrew action. We'll uh, yeah. we'll hit it from both sides. I get that. <laughs> Yeah. It feels like a a, a a vulnerable point. I don't, yeah. yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't yeah. it, Ashley? It's particularly vulnerable from behind. Because yeah. do you uh, remember? It's a true story. This I think it's Edward once got arrested in the garden of Buckingham Palace because the guards didn't recognise him with his dick out. No, just in general. Because <laughs> okay. I mean, what does Prince Edward look like? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. You make a good point. We only just know imagine the, other one the sort because of, of the alleged. <laughs> yeah. I only know what Andrew looks like because he's a because he's an um, you know, alleged yeah. nonce. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's when you bust out alleged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, would, I would I would love to see. What I imagine is a sort of elaborate flowchart of when it is appropriate to be coy. Did you say a legend, Nance? Will uh, say a, a legend, <laughs> Nance? It's an alleged. Uh, uh, yeah. The second one. Yeah. Don't a legend. A legend, Nance, is when like a, a dragon has is a pederast. Mm. Yeah, you heard um, it here first, podcast listeners. <laughs> will thinks Andrew is a legend, Nance. Yeah. He's the best, <laughs> best of all time. Legend. <laughs> will Duggan's words. Fuck? Which mythic mythological creature or person yeah. is most likely to be a pedo? Zeus. But is he proven though? Right, he's done it. Didn't he turn into a bush? Yeah, and he's not mythological. He's like legendary. He's a, like a, a I genuine. Mean, I would legend. argue that Zeus is categorically mythological, but sure. Oh, is he, isn't he more a legend? Wait, which was the difference? That's a good question. Because think... one of them's based in truth. That's legend. Zeus is not. Yeah, and that's legend. Legends, are, legends. If that's the differentiator, I would say that legends are based in truth and myths aren't necessarily. Okay, then which legendary? Padman has a good suggestion. Love Merlin. it, Merlin. Yeah. Yeah. It. yeah, 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 yeah. To be yeah. fair, I feel um, like that might be post awful J.K. Rowling Dumbledore hangover, though. I feel no. like Merlin is suffering. Merlin from... is from Arthur. I know, but I feel I'm like I feel like we've got like a wizard problem now, where they're not as innocent as they once were. Sure. Doesn't Do Diamond Geezer said that a myth teaches you how the world works? But isn't that a fable? Uh, fable has a moral, uh, whereas fable a myth doesn't a have to have a moral to it. It's just it's accurate in its depiction yeah. of a far. Right. Fable is telling you yeah. how the world should be. Myth is telling you how the world yeah. is. Ooh, I like, like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, so what's a, actually, what would you say a good example of a fable is then? Tortoise and the Hare. Yeah. yeah. That annoys me. That annoys me because that's not how the world works. No, not it's how not the how the world works. works. That actually is how the world works. Slow and steady is. wins the race is the least <laughs> good advice I've ever heard. Have you seen that video? They did race a tortoise and a hare and a tortoise won. <gasps> that's, 
that's fair. But were they a tortoise and a hare who a had adequate comprehension of what was happening, <laughs> or were they just a tortoise and a hare who were put into like I don't know a ditch? I don't know, Paul. I would argue that uh, the comedy industry gives us the best uh, uh, version of the tortoise and the hare, where you yeah. see a lot of people that become big at like twenty. They start to get a ton of opportunities, and then they're gone within a few years because they weren't yeah. ready. Whereas a lot of people who make it in sort of uh, forty onwards tend to have lasting power of a career because they have something there, and that's that slow and steady. You wait it out, you keep doing yeah. it well, and then you know I'll what you're this. doing. Uh, fuck, I hope Not that like is these true. Fucking Elliot Steele fucks, you know? No, let's name, <laughs> let's name some young successful comedians who failed. <laughs> we <laughs> We all know some. I want to do more libel. We all know some. Uh, yeah, Patty, like Brian Cranston, uh, make Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, uh, guys, I'm just going to change my headphones because my right ear sure. has got nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no worries. I'll take you off. Oh, he, yeah. Sorry, I did it. Sorry. Slinging back to Buckingham Palace, uh, National Treasure style. I would, I would uh, go on a tour and arrange an argument with Diane Kruger. Um, <laughs> Diane Kruger, the. The actress? Yep. Literally, I'm going to reenact exactly what happens in National Treasure 2. No, National Treasure 1. All right. You're going to have to explain what yes. that means because yeah. what, Ni- I saw Nicolas that once Cage. I know I the film, but high. I don't remember yeah. it. Nicholas Cage. Is it National Treasure 1 or 2? It's 2 because Helen Mirren's in it. Um, Nicholas Cage. She put a wild sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. In fact, Sorry. I have seen it. I have seen this film. Fuck you. I just haven't seen it for a long time. Paddy Padman has the fucking a dynamite plan, and it's better than mine. And the bad yeah, distraction is I'm going to get Nicolas Cage and Diane Kruger to reenact the scene where Nicolas Cage pretends to be a Cockney having a row with his wife during oh. a tour of Buckingham Palace um, to distract the guards, and then yeah, yeah I'm, I'm away. Jesus, yeah, that's clever. Jesus, those movies yeah. are unwatchable. I still think I stand the best chance of getting in, though. <laughs> so far, but we haven't heard the rest of Paul's story. Walk us That's through true. National Treasure 2. From memory, um, Nicolas Cage made a lot of money in National Treasure 1 by finding the National Treasure, because everything is literal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, Harvey Keitel now is no longer interested in him. Him and his actually quite good sidekick, who's an actor name I don't recall, um, has lost all his it. money, and Diane Kruger and him got married and are now divorced. And she's going out with the dude from um, Modern Family, I think. And they they become. I think they're on the lookout for. I'm pretty sure it's El Dorado. I'm pretty sure it's the the lost city of gold, which takes them to France to fly a drone at a statue to read a clue. They yeah. have to break into the Queen's office to steal something from her desk. Because Abraham Lincoln hid a code in the Queen's desk yeah. a long I while that. ago. Yeah, um, I get that. All yeah. the while, Ed Harris Great. is trying to murder them. Yeah. And they reunite John Voight and um, Helen Mirren, who are his, uh, Nicholas Cage's parents in this film. And okay. um, they, wind up in, <laughs> they wind up in a secret vault inside Mount Rushmore, which is also mm-hmm. flooding. Um, oh, yeah, it's full yeah. of buildings made out of gold bricks. And the real treasure was the friends they made along the yeah. way. Good, and then good. they escape and then drain all the flood water out. And then it's just like a tour. You can go around a tour. Uh, so where? how do you fit into that? 
when it comes to breaking into that oh, was a when great they break synopsis. into Buckingham when That's they break into Buckingham synopsis. Palace, Nicolas Cage pours booze all over himself to make it seem like he's drunk and stages mm. an argument with Diane Kruger mm. that results in him doing the worst Cockney accent I've ever seen in cinema and getting arrested by a bunch of marginally more convincing Cockneys. Okay. But it's very distracting. I mean, Diane Kruger is a wonderful actress. She's incredibly yeah, she's talented. A... She could sell it. Yeah. So my plan is that, get Nicolas Cage to do that. And while everyone is distracted by the fact that, like... Because it's not even like it's just happening. What's happened... Some people are going to be like, oh, there's a disturbance. Some people are going to be like, that's Nicolas Cage. And some people are going to be like, that's Nicolas Cage. And he's reenacting a scene from National Treasure 2. No. Like, it's there's something for everyone here. And while this is happening, you just walk in. <laughs> no, while, while this is happening, I position myself near a door that is guarded, where yeah. the guards move away and more guards come through, foot in the door, sneak through. Great. And then I'm basically playing Hitman live. I just need to knock somebody out. Everyone's the same size clothing as me. I'm going to dress as them and no one will know. That's the second best, best plan I've heard after fuck a guard. Yeah. That's, that's really <laughs> I'm not good. ruling that out. Yeah. <laughs> to be perfectly fair, I, Ashley and I might be able to double team it, to team up yeah. on this. That was a poor phrasing. No. <laughs> I don't think it was. I think you meant it. I um, think you meant it as well. <laughs> hey, if you're going to team up with anybody, I'm the person to do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's it. And it sounds like Edward goes fucking always. So. Yeah. In fact, you know, I didn't specify that I was going to sleep with somebody, like Will said, to go in the front way. I definitely think that that back door that Philip Schofield, like, that is a vulnerable point. You know, those guards are already morally compromised. <laughs> mm. Yeah, they've seen some awful things stumble out of oh, there. Oh, Will, we can't hear you. Oh, no. Yes, because I've muted my microphone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's also, to be fair, actually, there's also less to see and do at the back door. Speak for yourself. Man. Anyone? Anyone? No. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to go for that one. That well, low hanging I, I feel fruit. like we're above it. <laughs> oh, cool. I just, I just sort of like my, a claw coming to vision. It's my okay, ring so, light. So here's, here's the boy Jones. And this is so far, he broke in a bunch of times in the 18, between 1838 and 1842. First time, disguised as a chimney sweep. Uh, Caught by a porter in the hall and after a chase was captured by the cops. Classic. Uh, with Queen Victoria's underwear stuffed down his trousers. Who was he selling that to? I've got to say, this is before eBay. This doesn't impress me that I'm like Shania Twain when it comes to this. Uh, <laughs> he had the Queen's <laughs> underwear. Yeah, but, in but, his breaking underwear. In, but breaking in somewhere. Uh, the rest is a in, No, in the 19th century was easy, man. I guess, like, but he got the Queen's knickers. Yeah, he got all the yeah. way in. As a chimney sweep, yeah. you think you can get into the any other chimney sweep managed to make it that this, far? Mm -hmm. This is what I'm... But who try? Who try? Well, like now, if I dressed up as someone from Dinerod, I'm not getting into the Buckingham Palace because the past was compromised. I want to I understand that reference so bad because I feel like it was very funny. Dynarod is a company that cleans drains. I'd say the, the modern equivalent of a chimney sweep. Also, yeah. the company, the company that um, eventually bought by the downfall of Dennis Nielsen. Don't know who that is either. Very serial much serial killer. 
who killed yeah. gay men and chopped them up and then flushed them down his toilet. His drains got clogged. Uh, as, and as they would Jesus. hopefully do. And yeah. Dinah Rod figured uh, it an out. Excellent, well, the, 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 someone was like, man, the, the drains in this building stink. So they came around and were like, oh, it's full of people. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Christ. Is that the one? Um, that was in, um, it was in Muswell Hill in the 80s. David Tennant did a TV show about it quite recently called Des. Yeah. I couldn't watch that for some reason. I As tried to watch it. Or and you... my... No, no. The Scottish ITV player wouldn't work for me at the time. Well, Dennis Nilsson no. was Scottish. They are probably ashamed of what they'd done as a nation. Yeah, maybe. Like BBC <laughs> Alba and their reparations. Fatty <laughs> <laughs> Padman, can't wait for that season of Mindhunter. Uh, let's see here. The Boy, 14, brought down Queen Square. Uh, when's the next one? On the 30th of November, uh, nine days after the birth of Queen Victoria's first child, he scaled the wall of Buckingham Palace uh, about halfway up Constitution Hill, entered the palace, and left undetected. On December 1st, he broke in again. Shortly after midnight, Baroness Lazan? Anyone know who that is? Is this still when they were nope. Germans? <laughs> They're yeah, Germans actually. now, buddy. Yeah. They're Germans now. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. try telling them that. Uh, discovered him under a sofa uh, in the Queen's dressing room. Man, he really wanted those underpants. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Sentence to three months in a uh, house there. Sir, because it was feared it might affect the Queen. Um, this is not, not 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 a misogynistic comment. I mean, everyone in Victorian times, I bet their pants stunk. Yeah. 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 There yeah. was a lot of STIs going around. And also not a lot of soap going around. Not a lot yeah. of soap. I think, I think London would just have reeked. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure it did. Yeah, like, I'm pretty Tottenham sure that's Court. a feature of Victorian literature. Yeah, yeah. Like Tottenham Court Road, August, middle of August stink. Uh -huh. mm. Yeah. Apparently yeah. Vienna smells in July and August, like smells really bad. Like Venice that. stinks not, all year round. not Venice. Venice is exactly mm. what I thank you with. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Thinking about Vienna, it means nothing to Ashley. It's a good reference. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you... Did you hear that uh, Venice is trying to keep all tourists out? Because they had such a nice time during lockdown that they're like, you know what? This is better. Wow. Really? So we just don't want people to come anymore. Dolphins started showing up. The water was clearer. Uh, what? Yeah, they're just like, this blows. Thanks, so, uh, so they're trying to keep people out now. It's like Machu Picchu. Oh, who do you mean they? Because I don't think all the terrible restaurant owners are going to be happy. <laughs> Yeah, I think like there's cancel? there's like a huge a huge chunk of that economy is based on the, like people showing up to go. Oh, it's water, but it's closer than normal. Yeah, maybe I, uh, not. Maybe they were like, oh, we can financially manage this as well. Yeah. yeah. Can, can I tell you a terrible Italian faux pas I made five hours ago at this funeral? Please do. Hot off the mouth. No. Uh, so I I work in an Italian restaurant a couple of days a week just because. Um, well, in the last year, when we all lost our jobs, I frankly mm -hmm. suffered. I'm not having it again. So I do two shifts a week, just scribble it away, just in case it comes back. Mm. But it's a proper Italian restaurant. Like, I'm the only English, native English speaker there. Okay. And I can speak a, a bit of Italian, but I'm learning more. And they are teaching me. We have a great time. Mm. I wore a white shirt today. I've been there about four minutes. I tripped. I knocked over a statue. It smashed. I cleaned it up. <laughs> Someone made me a coffee. I tripped again <laughs> and covered my white shirt in double espresso. 
Will, I want you to so, know that these are not purely Italian faux pas. Yeah, so, no, 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 wait. We're clearly building to you a have to have the specific faux pas. So I went, so I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, I can't go home. I'm at work. So the, the pizziola, the pizza chef, he was like, put bleach on it. It'll white it. Like, it's a really nice white shirt. I'm not doing that. So I took some fairy liquid downstairs to the disabled toilet, locked myself in, and I absolutely, like, it, spotless now. So it was really yeah. wet, fairy liquid, got it out it was quick, did it all by, um, dried it by the hand dryer, came upstairs. They were like, incredible. Well done. And I said, domani porto una malia nera, which is tomorrow I'm going to wear a black shirt. But I didn't say oh, no. malia nera. I said, not a black shirt. I said, the black shirts. So it's like, <laughs> tomorrow I'm going to come as a fascist. <laughs> <laughs> and they looked at me like, sono fascista? And I was like, oh, God, no. God, oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's excellent. And then Did I tried they, to like back, backtrack they, and I was like, oh, yeah. Joe in England, we called them the brown shirts. They're like, we give a fuck. You're talking to us in Italian. Yeah. Those were the Tomorrow Germans. you're coming into Mussolini. Yeah. Did um, <laughs> the yeah. look on so, their face. Um, quite Italian. Did, they, did, it, did it look like something had like finally clicked when they were like, oh, fascista. When it was like, oh, he's a, he's a British no, no. guy with the shades of, oh, he's a fascist. That's why he's here. Or were they surprised <laughs> they, and disappointed? The problem is the chefs, deaf, like they're old. These are old. They grew up under Mussolini. Mm-hmm. Like th- th- there was a look oh, of like, no. what? And then they figured it out. Like he constantly makes terrible mistakes. And then they laugh. But there was about like, three seconds where I'd basically gone, hey, boys, do you remember when you were the bad guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very funny. That's excellent stuff. When you dried your shirt by the hand dryer, did you find that it smelled quite funny afterwards? Yeah, it smelled like coffee. <laughs> I got absolutely drenched walking around Glasgow with my dad at the weekend. Um, it pissed rain every time we tried to be outside. And we went into the gallery, the um, National Museum of Art. No, Kelvin Grove Art Gallery. And uh, I went into the bathroom. My mask was soaked through, so I dried it under the hand dryer, and it stank for the rest of the day. It was awful. Of, of like, it was almost like burning dirt smell. And I was just like, oh, this is a smell that comes from inside the hand dryer. Yeah. <laughs> it was nasty. Will, you're Will muted you again. are muted again. It's quite a, it's quite a, sorry, it's quite a simple, like, it, there's literally, there's heat and element and then blow air through it. Yeah. So it's yeah. meant and to run for no more than like, shit. yeah, but it's, it's meant to run for like 30 seconds. Yeah. But obviously you keep pressing go, go, go. Mm-hmm. You're just yeah. burning cheap metal. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And also because it's, there's a, there'll be an electromagnetic charge, so it'll attract like dust and stuff to the mm. element. Yeah. Mm. Which I mean, hand dryers are not as clean as they should be for what they do nothing is they're yeah. cleaner than those horrible they have these still in like brooks bar in Edinburgh, at the pleasance those um it's a big it's a towel that's a big them. loop oh yeah, yeah. i, I hate that. them they're yeah. disgusting like, you don't I get will... any satisfaction out of the yank and then the no. lock i like yeah. genuine that's nice. genuine question i don't know if anybody else does this what a thing that i despise using a public toilet is like i will 
I will avlute. I will wash my hands with soap and water. I'm mm. quite particular about this. And then I'll get to the door and go, ah, fuck. Yeah. yeah. And my ideal situation is someone comes in just then and I can foot in the door and I don't yeah. have to touch a fucking thing on the way yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. But I the, the will... weird way... Now that bringing sanitizer around is so, like, normal, I will go to a bathroom and wash my hands, and then when I leave the bathroom, I sanitize my hands again. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan um, of a uh, little bit of paper in the hands as you walk out next to the sink. Wash the hands, yeah. pick it up, open the door with that. That's Chuck clever. it in the bin, out you go. That's Have you seen clever. the from this time with Alan Partridge when he does the how to go to the toilet? That's so funny. Such a oh. funny little bit. <laughs> That is a perfect comedy character. It's, uh, a, it's a pretty I've remarkable I've never seen show. it. It's amazing. What? Never seen really, I know, really, but really I good. just... I was just... It was just never on my radar. It's so weird, because like, I can totally get not liking Patrick. I, I, I love it. I think it's incredible. But, I, but to have just gone, nah. I've watched Fresh <laughs> Meat. Even that. It was just never wow. on my mm. radar. Yeah, it's worth it. Help. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a mixture a of having been a bit yeah, young so for it. it and not living in the UK. Mm. Yeah, how old are you? How old are you, Ashley? I'm guessing 28, but only because the number 28 is prominently displayed <laughs> in shot with Ashley. Oh shit! Bueno compleano. <laughs> a fascista? I'm like fucking Sherlock. <laughs> um. <laughs> it was my birthday last week. Um, Will, did in- you call your friend Ashley? My friend. Yeah. Did you call her on her birthday? No, I didn't know it was her birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. Uh, I, I, I want a quiz. Well, your birthday is in April? No. No. Do <laughs> well, <to> me. <laughs> it's today. I know uh, that's not true. Ashley, uh, yes. you'll like it. In the new series of Partridge, he plays as a character that is he an Alan Partridge lookalike that's like a Kerry farmer and uh, he sings Come Out Your Black and Tans. Oh, mm. fabulous. Steve Coogan is On Irish. the BBC. He was he down in, he was down in, um, I think I, I didn't meet him, but I was in the same cafe as him uh, when he visited Skull where I went to school. Um, that's the end of that story. <laughs> I remember. But yeah, I, I just it just never never crossed me. I never it saw. Was, when I moved over to the UK uh, to do stand up, so it's like so that was the third time I'd lived in England. Mm. Um, a friend of mine was like, "You're here for comedy. Here are the things you need to watch. You got to watch Live at the Apollo. You got to watch Alan Partridge. You got to watch Brass Eye." Um, and he was right. I mean, I have I've never watched Live at the Apollo anymore unless a friend's on. But I watched it just to be like, "Oh, what is British comedy like?" Uh, mm. But fucking Partridge and Brass Eye, un- unbelievable, yeah. and well, so the same route. so British. Yeah, because he came yeah. from on the hour, right? Yeah, on the hour, day to day, today, and then day to day, yeah, split yeah. Off <laughs> things. That split um, like a deja vu. Yeah, I vaguely oh, remember because yeah. the day to day hit when I was in college, and I remember we were watching it at a mate's house. Do you remember when you had to go to a place at a specific time to watch television? So much fun! So yeah. much fun! We were watching at a friend's house, and his friend got home from work, and it was like the back end of the episode, and it was episode two, and this guy just had never seen it before, and he, like, well, we sat down and watched it with us, mm. and just went, what the, f- that's about five minutes, was like, what the fuck is this? 
<laughs> what is this? Yeah. <laughs> looks like the news. I assume it's the news. Mm. And then three or four minutes in was like, this is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when you I mean, would not make plans because there was a TV show on? Yeah. 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 So it would invite you over during the Simpsons and you'd be like, no, I will see you at 6 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Not a I moment of From my mum, because I was watching the um, the Chris Reeves Superman one, mm -hmm. which is a child, like one of my favorite films. Mm -hmm. One of my friends came to like call on me. Does Will want to come out? And I went, nah, I'm watching <laughs> Superman. Yeah. My mum was like, what is wrong with you? Like, I can see him anytime, but who knows when this will be on next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. He'll still be here in an hour I, and a half. Also, I love that neither you nor your mum was like, why don't he come in and watch Superman with you? Yeah. I'm a, my mum doesn't like it when I'm in the house, let alone Tom Oldfield. <laughs> That's you didn't fair. say it was Tom Oldfield. Jesus Christ, of course he stayed home. Librarian now. Well, that's a better <laughs> ending than how Paul's friend's story ended, so that's nice. Massive coronary. <laughs> um, but... Um, yeah. Uh, he's got ME if that helps. Sorry? Oh, thanks. Good. Good. He's got uh, my friend, he's got ME if if if, if you know if oh he wants no. to know. Okay. <laughs> good. It's not very taxing though, is it like being a librarian? He's fine. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah. We were talking about um what people are like when they're drunk earlier. Oh, well, yeah. I've been drunk with you, and I yeah. know you to be just excellent company. Yeah. But yeah. That's that's almost always been like in your house. Like I don't think I think we've maybe been drunk together in the outside world once, but I've been drunk with you in your house a few times. Yeah, yeah, we we, you, we were drunk. Gone. How do you describe you drunk? An absolute nightmare. Like <laughs> 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 uh, I just. My right. This sounds like I'm trying to be 15 and be like I'm vulgar legend. I can hold my booze really well mm. up to a point where i can't so like i'll have four pints then i'll have five pints like i had four six like i had four seven four eight four nine four ten four eleven eleven mm. <laughs> like, oh yeah yeah okay. yeah so that like that's like, good by the way you should do that on stage that's a nice way of breaking that down yeah oh great lovely um it's a good line <laughs> so yeah i uh i'm really good until and then when I go to, when I've had too much liquid, I don't go to, yeah, you, you have seen me do that. Um, well, For the podcast listeners, being, we've, seen, said, we've, we've seen that happen I've on screen. I've seen 15 after <laughs> yeah. the stream. <laughs> yeah. But then I don't go to like, you know, like people go, I've had too much beer and go in JD and Coke, say. Yeah. I go cocktail. I go I'll just oh, put three so different brilliant. types of whiskey in a glass yeah. and then wham, <laughs> do that nine times. <laughs> Try and steal a horse. <laughs> yeah. The time that you and I stayed on drinking after the stream, which I don't remember much of what we spoke about, but I do remember that you changed your type of drink three times. There was wine, yeah. there was beer, and there was gin and tonics. <laughs> mm. Yeah, <laughs> we're not seeing that tonight, by the way, because I'm what I'm drinking is this. Because I, have, when this stream is done, I have to go to a late night petrol station. Oh, oh no, no, Ashley brought a bottle of rum. Mm. Ashley, show him the rum. I, it's whiskey. Or was it whiskey? Oh, okay. It's it's never rum, Christopher. <laughs> uh, sometimes it could be rum. It should be rum sometimes. It's not. Is that for us afterwards. 
It was, to, yeah. I love Powers as well. Powers is good whiskey. Um, Tell us about this late night petrol station and how yeah. bad is it really over there? Because watching it from afar is honestly fucking hilarious. I've been watching uh, petrol station fights on YouTube daily. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I live in Brighton. Mm-hmm. Um, there are maybe eight <laughs> petrol stations sort of me adjacent that mm-hmm. I would go to. Yeah. I did yeah, a there's none in downtown week. Brighton either. No. Yeah. Uh, the um, I did a gig a couple of weeks ago where I got back at like four in the morning. I drove from Halifax to Brighton. Uh, and as I was getting home, the petrol light came on, parked it up and thought, it's fine. Don't need the car for two weeks. I'll just get it next time. Mm-hmm. And then in that two weeks when it started. So I have to go to Ilkley in Yorkshire. Like I, I have no option. I must go to Ilkley mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow night, sort of this right. time. Uh, and I've got maybe 15 miles worth of petrol. I've gone, I had maybe 40 miles left in the tank. Yeah. I've gone out twice on the search. Ooh. And then a friend of mine said that it's got so bad with violence in the day. Um, <clears throat> sorry, the, the one nearest where I live, that I'm genuinely not going to say in case anyone's watching in the Brighton area and it's going to go. By the way, podcast uh, listeners, Ashley and I's jaws both dropped uh-huh. at the same time hearing that. Sorry, Will. Uh, so it's opening midnight till 7 a.m. Holy so shit. If you, God. if you desperately want to, want to go, you're willing to go. Like, what? Well, we'll finish here at sort of one-ish maybe. Uh-huh. Uh probably mid midnight. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah we'll be done in about 20 minutes, yeah. Yeah. Oh great. Um yeah. so that- if you're willing to go at that time, you're not like a hoarder with 18 jerry cans. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go I've figured out how much petrol I need to get to Ilkley. It's like 35 pounds worth. So I can put that in, come home, and that's it. Damn. Do you live yeah. in the UK, Paul? Yeah, I'm I'm in uh Battersea. Uh, yeah, no, I, don't, it... I don't drive, but Jesus Christ, like there's uh, um, maybe six petrol stations within about a f- 10 minute walk of my house. And they have been either desolate because there's fuck all there or like a te- like walking from the petrol station, walking five minutes along the road and there's still tailbacks in other direction. Wow. Uh, and are, are a friend people... of mine, friend oh, of mine lives in Fulham has been doing what you're about to do. She's been getting up at four and four in the morning. Yeah. Going to a petrol station and then going back to bed. Oh my yeah, but, god! Oh, because she has to drive because there's some, like there's yeah, illness in the family. But, like, some people need driving for their work. Yeah, which really it's interfered with a couple of things. Like, um, there's a a very good friend of mine's dad is ill and needs care in the home, and they can't reliably have that right now. Yep. Shit. Um, Jesus, that's a thing. Um, I did I did want to share a thing. That I came, oh. came to me the other night, which is yeah. just going to read out a thing. I got a message on the uh, DM uh, on the Questing Time account um, oh. on Thursday night that reads, <clears throat> I've just come back from Dublin, Ireland. Part There's a full stop there. Part of the EU. They have the same problem. Stop blaming Brexit. To which I've responded, I will not. And this happens about once a month on a Thursday <laughs> night when Question Time is airing. Oh, yeah. Um, that I get. It's always a Brexiteer. <laughs> so they send messaging the D and D stream. <laughs> yeah. um, that's so great. Sorry. So How, I, that um, happens. Does that happen every week? Is that the first time not, that's happened? Not every, not every week. About once a month. Is it the same? I really guys? like questing time no. as in your thing, Paul. And I've just got the pun. 
since it, well, actually, Will, we should let's exchange deets because we're starting up live shows again. Um, Great. I play. Yeah, I, 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 I won't be going in cold. I play with uh, Laura Lex. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, a nice little campaign. She's gone full in. She's oh, into magic cards now as well, isn't she? She starred in magic cards. She starred with Gathering. Oh, I've got to talk to her about a possible corporate work opportunity because nice. I do some stuff. I do some stuff for the parent D&D's parent company every now and then. No, wait, talk to me. I've got a cool elf guy. His name's Runicius Wolfbane. He's super cool. What class? Uh Aladrin. <laughs> rogue, sorry, rogue, rogue, rogue. Nice. I really want to get into D D. It's so fun, man. It's so fun. I'm a mountain dwarf cleric. Yeah. Yeah. Harold's yeah, sneak yeah. fist. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, by the way, also, because when the mash report has with mash report's got three or four weeks left on it. Mm. And then Tom Neenan is allowed to come outside and look at the sun again. Uh, oh, is that why? Is that what we're waiting for? Is for in the main, in the main, yeah. And also, ishani has got some work out of town, and there's a, there's yeah. a, everyone's got stuff on. Simon started a new job, and so on. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we'll, we will, the piss brigade will ride again. Fuck yeah. Yeah. But this is a nice thing. But I ran into, I did a gig in town. I did two shows on Friday night in town. I did a show with Steen uh, Raskopoulos, an improv show, and then hmm. Nick Sampson's improv show with Rose uh, Matafeo in Emma City. They had a bit allowed me to guest in. It was very nice of them. And then post show, we ran into Rosie Jones, who nice. was like, just gave me a big hug and was like, hey, and then was like, I really want to play D&D again. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but then because Rosie is maybe the best of us, just went, her character, her D&D character was an elven wizard called Daddy. Um, nice. Yeah. And uh, Rosie just shouted at me, Daddy wants to ride the devil horse, which might be <laughs> the best thing anyone shouted at me in, in a pub ever. That's excellent. Yeah. Have I ever told on this stream the story of when me and Rosie Jones got absolutely fucking hammered uh, um, no. on two-for-one cocktails? So we were at two-for-one cocktails. I used to live around the corner from her. We had two-for-one cocktails. Honestly, we've been there for just too long. She went to the toilet, and I was like, two more, please, mate. And the barman went, no. We've all got our eyes on I've you. I've heard this story. I know this We story. know what you're doing. We notice how drunk you've got that girl. And I was like, oh whoa, whoa, whoa. God. That's my friend Rosie. She's got <laughs> cerebral palsy. That's why she's walking like that. And they were like, hmm. She came back, and they were like, sorry to ask you, but. Are you drunk? Have you got cerebral palsy? And she was like, but then she said, I haven't. So they thought I wasn't. <laughs> that's brilliant. I, I don't know that this is necessarily true, We've but I believe I was present. You. I believe I was present the first time Rosie lay on the floor, pointed at Nish and shouted, he pushed me. Because none of us, every, because everyone around was like, what the fuck? And Nish was like, No! No, I like it was. It was too real initially. Like uh -huh. it's, I've seen her do it a lot since. So that was a really time... good. Uh, no, was a very good impression of Nish shouting no. Thank you. I have. <laughs> no! I have. I've. I've noticed this. Who was it? Neenan pointed this out. I've got a really good ability to do impressions that aren't commercially viable. <laughs> I could do a pretty good David Reed. I've got a decent Pierre Novelli. Like, uh, I don't know why. Can I hear your Pierre Novelli? Um, I need to do. I need to get into one of his routines. I can't think of the one. Um, he's got a good uh, routine. About, I can't hear myself with the headphones on. Um, exactly, Boomstick Curry. That's I'm the problem. Trying to he's, think. he's a comedian and friend. Yeah, he's a we lovely dude as well. He's the best. Yeah, he's um, been on. Oh, I assumed he meant David Reed. Oh. 
I need to think about the David Reed one. I haven't done David Reed. He was I'm supposed to David come on a little while right. ago, and then he, he never made it. Uh, yeah, his, uh, his dance card became very full. He'll be back. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, British people have got a thing oh, yeah. about... Uh, David Hoare made a very good sound alert of Pierre saying you're allergic to jizz. (laughs) 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 It's so funny. I'll actually, I'm going to see if I can find that and just play it really quickly because it's so Mm -hmm. quick. Please do, because I need to, I need to hear a little bit of Pierre's voice to get back to it. I haven't heard him speak for ages. We've just texted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that guy. Yeah, the allergic guy. guy. That's the one. Um, I can't do any fucking impressions. I think I said on stream when I was a kid, I used to be able to do Apu from The Simpsons real well. That's Ooh. no longer an option. That's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just found another sound alert that we we need to bring up some of these sound alerts that David's created. Well, that's well, we were going to put him into light stream because yeah. you can do that. Uh, Will, you're muted again. Um, a good thing the, to say uh, here is it's nothing but bones. We're nothing but bones. Yeah. I can't do it, but that's what's this? What's this bit about so chickens? Fat? Yeah, that's all we. I I had a hangover and I saw yesterday's fried chicken. Just bones. We're nothing <laughs> but bones. <laughs> okay. Laura Davis used to have a bit like that. She was like, when I when people ask me, what did I notice most about? Uh, we we can barely read that because your green no, screen I'm, is on, your chroma key yeah. is on. <laughs> How have I done that? Yeah, well, you've got your you've got your that green must, screen. That must be green. On. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But I want to know how I've obviously where that, that's I wasn't oh, aware that was cool. a, something I could I could make happen. It just says the word bones. Yeah. They eat the floor. Um, do they eat I don't the know floor? how to I don't know how to bring it up onto the stream because it was just sent in a Facebook message. So I'm just oh. going to play it into my mic. <laughs> okay. Let me know if it just sounds terrible. Wait, that's the wrong nope. thing. That's that's the old uh, that's the old version of the theme song. Yep. <laughs> it's the next one. Sorry. Can you hear it? Okay. Slick though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have pretty yep. sensitive skin all around, though, and so I find that if I take care of my skin. Hmm. You're allergic to jizz. 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 Yeah, but I. I feel like that's how you're gonna see Pierre in a bar doing Ethra. He'd be like, "This is actually she's allergic to jizz." Very catchy. Excellent work as always, David. That was David Hoare. He writes all of our music. He writes all our music. David Hoare. It would actually be excellent if you could email them to us. Uh, untitled Twitchstream at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> Send us your vision boards. Mm. Um, Such a weird request. Has yeah. that, is that, do you guys have t-shirts yet? Let me, I'll make it. We're make a thing talks. and I'll make t-shirts for you. We are we're in, in yeah, talks. <laughs> we're in talks currently. Oh, uh, t-shirt we're... designs. I mean, Chris has seen some of my stuff. This yeah, is I've, what, got, this I've, is I've got one of them. Yeah. <gasps> That's so cool. Nice. Yeah, you're That's uh, great. Uh, I cast guidance one is great. That's the one yeah. that you sent me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's a, yeah. a bunch of fucking good stuff. We're gonna get t shirts and stickers. They're and top of the agenda. Perhaps a tote. Oh, perhaps a tote bag. Yeah. Yeah. We love it. I think I we definitely need one that just says hi pi 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 p
maybe it's hype, the word hype, but made up of tiny hypes. <gasps> Excellent. One um, of them is secretly misspelled. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Kristen wants a choke bag. Nice little choke What's bag. What's a choke bag? It's a tote bag. Uh, it's a tote bag, bag but you wear it different. Sex. I think that sounds wonderful. <laughs> I once had a... Uh, a it's an a Operation of... Chokeslam merch, okay? Suck My Beard Dry is definitely going on a shirt. Yes. That need that should be in the shape of your beard. Yes. That's the mm. moment. Suck My Beard Dry. Or it'll be similar to the image that's on the uh, raid video. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure something out. I did out. Edinburgh show in 2017 where, for a goof, the first 20 minutes, the punchline of every joke was... What's the fucking point? Uh, and a fan of that, <laughs> and uh, a, fan, a, a fan of that show took the poster image, which was me, my face. Sort of remember the Obama like hope image? Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. It was that picture, and underneath just said, "What's the fucking point?" Uh, and I lost it in a house move by absolute. One of my favorites I ever owned. Oh, no. oh, that's good. That's how was a? Shame. How was your two North Down show, bud? It was unbelievably good. I am genuinely good. an undiscovered good. talent. <laughs> uh, it, it went really you well. You heard it here you. first, ladies and gentlemen. Untitled Twitch stream with undiscovered yeah. talent, Will Duggan. Yes, we had some nice. Uh, yeah, some nice stuff might be happening off the back of it, but I don't want to count my chickens before they are even laid. To be fair, excellent. They're, they're excellent. not there waiting to hatch. There's just some prego chicken ready to pop out an egg. <laughs> nice. Just pop it under the arm. Give it the old bagpipe. You know. Pop that shit out. I'll check that for you right now. Uh, yeah, it um, came through. Thank you. Yeah, we got them. Thank you so much. Um, All I'll say is, if you like my stand-up and have Amazon Prime... Ooh! Well, no, it's not a special. Ooh. It's just most people, do, most people do have Amazon Prime. It's not going to be on there. Yeah. You can right. enjoy 30 Rook. That feels like <laughs> that feels like Will is avoiding getting too excited. <laughs> no, no, Christ, honestly, uh, it's it, it's not going. On. I'm not being humble here. It's not. Going, I was being. I was, I was trying to be funny. You can get uh, X Men First Class for three forty nine for forty eight hours. That's good. Yeah. No, it is not. <laughs> X Men First Class is good. No, that's, that's yeah. He's no, right. X Men First Class is pretty good. X Men Dark, Dark Phoenix is dog shit. Yeah, first class is within the average range of superhero movies, but it is towards the bottom of the average range of superhero movies. I think yeah. it goes up higher just for that bit when Fassbender is in Argentina. That is a scene that wouldn't look out of place in like when he goes, obviously, uh, Magneto, who's playing Fassbender, he's mm -hmm. uh, uh, Auschwitz survivor. Lots of former Nazis go to Argentina and he tracks down two of the guys that killed his parents. And it's mm -hmm. genuine drama. Yes. It's fucking good scene. Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's a good You know how scene. Um, Pat Morita got nominated for an Oscar for Karate Kid because that bit yeah. about his wife and his kid dying? Mm -hmm. That's Fassbender's version. Yeah. Good film. I won't have anything against it. Go fuck yourself, Chris. Yeah, I do. That's, like that scene is good. The rest of it is. I would love right. it. If that became a Michael, a quote Michael Fassbender uses on his Edinburgh Festival posters, where am I going with this? If the quote is, he's a modern day Pat Morita. Um, <laughs> Amazon oh. Prime's Will Duggan. <laughs> I loved X Men First Class. And X Men was like, aside from Spider Man, X Men was the superhero genre that I really 
went towards. I really mm. liked X-Men when I was a kid. Is that because of the cartoon? But, the perfect cartoon? No, it's for the... Well, the cartoon was good, but I have mm. a really sad reason for liking X-Men. Shocking. <laughs> Well, and not cool sad, pathetic, <laughs> just sad, tragic. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I used to tell myself that my illness was a mutation. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I believed until I was 15 that I was overdue for my X-Men powers. So you're oh, good. Don't God. worry about it. Okay. What powers did What powers did both of you want? I was up for anything. I honestly, I just wanted them. Oh, I just wanted to be Wolverine or Gambit. But Wait, Wolverine is cool. Yeah, but he's so um, short, though. Is it worth it? Mm. What about you, Ash? What did you want? Powers I think I style? always quite liked Mystique. Okay. Ah. Which and version? Always, um, the is it? What's her name? Jennifer. Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. Jennifer I Lawrence like version, Jennifer or the one from the cartoons with a skull here for no reason all the time. But, or, yeah, or the Rebecca one from Romain. the cartoons was pretty cool as well i did always quite like mystique uh in either one um i've always been attracted to that idea of shape-shifting or invi invisibility mm -hmm. um i i don't know i i've always liked the idea of a fly on the wall type of ability mm. yeah yeah okay what about you guys yeah well what would you go with from are we going from the X-Men suite of powers? Feels like I think we, we can we can, we can in, include anything. all Marvel mutants. No superpowers, ah. mutations. Okay. I like um this, this again, I'm not trying to be wanky, but I think it's lovely when superheroes are flawed and are aware of it and have to do that. I like I like Cyclops because mm. he's gonna have to quartz. No, 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 listen, because he's because he's not super powered, he's just incredibly strong, and that's dedication and work. And he he does bench presses to have that good a chest, and he's got to mm. have those cool red glasses on. And also, he can just fuck you in half like a lightsaber <laughs> with his eyes. Jesus. <laughs> I he's such a Cyclops gets a lot of shit for being dull. He's such a he's, nerd. When Grant Morrison, when Grant Morrison took over the new X Men in like 20, 20, 2002, 2003. So he wrote Cyclops so fucking good. Okay, yeah, because yeah, yeah I, to me he's like he makes Leonardo look cool. Yeah, but so, problem with X Men is so many of you cool Wolverine, cool as fuck. Yeah, but but he's he's almost Superman boring because he heals. Yeah. you can yeah. shoot him in the head at bloke bang rage and he's fine. Whereas Cyclops is just a bloke whose eyes are insane, like more yeah. so than Steve yeah. Buscemi. I feel like that's a lot of anxiety though. <laughs> that's funny. I couldn't deal with the anxiety of having those eyes. <laughs> rogue you your... couldn't be rogue. That's anxiety. No, rogue That's is anxiety. Jesus Christ. Never get to touch a person. You live That's in King Midas. the whole world as a prison. Damn. Yeah. Rogue That's... is King Midas with worse yeah. jewelry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to every everything everything she touches turns to a shit husk of itself, and yeah. you can be more like them. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. feel like now that I th I feel like Storm got the best setup. Because Ooh. Magneto's got a cool setup. Magneto's Magneto does cool. have a fucking incredible. One. I did yeah. like Magneto, and I even there's that scene in the first. Is it in first class where he um, what he does something 
to increase the iron levels in somebody's blood, and I'm like, oh, when he's in the yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 that's I like that. That's just it's in the prison. He shit. sucks yeah. it out as ball bearings and then shoots yeah. it all around to escape. Yeah, isn't that in X Men? Yeah, it's next. Yeah, it's next two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because it's X3, still Michael Fassbender, though. I was so angry with last stand. <laughs> so bad. No, it's not. X the last stand. I will never forgive. Yeah. Like people always talk about them fucking over Deadpool and uh, the Wade Wilson with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, what they did to Angel. Oh my God! Two terrible oh, yeah. scenes for a for an incredible superhero. Angel's such a. Yeah. Like, Angel should have been X one in the main crew. Yeah, I'd rather. I'd rather they never showed Beast mm. and had Angel involved. Right. You had to have Beast though. It didn't have to be Kelsey Grammer, but you had yeah. to have Beast. Or Nicholas Holt. <laughs> yeah. Who looks Quick just Silver like Paul is... Duncan McGarity, by the way. Quick he looks so much like P.D. McGarity. So much like Paul Duncan McGarity. It's crazy. Sorry? Yeah. Quicksilver? Quicksilver is excellent. I really Yeah, Quicksilver is my pick. Quicksilver, yeah. yeah I, uh... It's just cool. And I, I enjoyed the little uh, crossover of WandaVision with that. Yeah, that was good with Pietro. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, was I'm fun. very, I'm very excited to see I'm, the the TV shows and uh, uh, Into the Spider Verse have made me think that they're capable of dealing with a multiverse properly because mm -hmm. that's a lot of possibility to rein yourself in on. Yeah, like, you, can watching jump, the, um, you can jump so many shows. fucking sharks. I haven't with watched the what yet. No, I've watched all but the last episode. Uh, some watch of them were duds, but some of them were pretty good. Uh, it's called what, what If. What, what if, if the animated. Alternate universe Marvel thing. What if? Yeah, uh, I haven't seen. What if Captain America Plus. didn't get the serum? Yeah. Uh, what if Thor was an only child? Things like that. Yeah. Have um has has anyone watched <laughs> Black Widow? No, no, yet. not yet. Any yeah. good? I re I really liked it. It is not Marvel's best work, but it's a really fun movie. Um, I think it's such really a an afterthought of a film. I haven't watched it yet, but it. It just it feels like such an afterthought. Yeah, and I, I, I feel like the character deserved more, but at the yeah. same time, it's a really fun movie. If yeah. you don't go into it going with, if you don't go in with with the with the intense to critique, if you are happy to sit and watch a movie mm -hmm. and not think about it a lot, mm. a treat. The thing that really um, excites me about it is Florence Pugh. I fucking love Florence Pugh. She's, that's how that's how I knew two, the movie wasn't good is because all anyone talked about was how good Florence Pugh was in it. It's like when everyone's <laughs> raving about a supporting actor, that's not a great film. But the two she, of them interact. He is Florence Pugh, though. Is, yeah, the Florence two of Florence Pugh and Scarlett Johansson interacting is really fun. And then right. basically, there's there's it's a Marvel movie with sitcom elements built into it. Oh, okay. okay. That's okay. a tough. That's a tough yeah. swing. It, I think it, it gets it. It's just the Mar the Marvel movie elements are generic off the rack marvel movie elements okay but the yeah it's the funny bits which make it for me the action oh, wow. stuff okay. is like this is standard action movie now we got uh people people were saying 10 rings is fucking great i haven't seen that one yet i haven't no. got to it yet is that shang chi, shang -Chi yeah. yeah i, I was turned doing. off that movie because i went to see james bond last weekend mm -hmm. and in one of the ads in the cinema it had the cast of Shang Chi watching their own movie in 4D and telling you to go and watch their movie in 4D. That's not their 
fault. That's a stupid I know that's not their fault. Guy. That's like their contract for promoting the film. Oh. But it just pissed me off so much that I was just like, I'm not going to be able to take you guys seriously when I watch your movie now. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, if you're on my any of my social media last two weeks, every tweet was, come and see my thing. Come and see my thing. Mm. Yeah. No, but, but it that's wasn't not you even watching it. It was, your own show in your house. Watching their own show. God, I wish in I could. 4D. <laughs> that does the, the, in the like moving cinema chairs. Like, yeah, get fucked. <laughs> the 4D thing can fucking. But I they hate kept, that as a concept. They kept saying like, "Oh, this is what it felt like to make this scene," and I'm mm. like, "No, it fucking didn't." Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. was the scene somebody in a chair with a fan near them? Yeah. It is that what four? So is that what 4D is? With, yeah, they spray water at you. They spray water, there's air going around the theater, and your seat yeah. moves. For, like, sense? So I, is that what the air is? It's yeah. A, it's oh, to yeah. feel like you're in the movie. Well, I feel I feel like that something like that happens about once every 20 years. Someone's like, yeah. wait, we can make the movie come alive. But they did it in the fucking 50s, and it was yeah. bad. They did that at an alien ride at Universal Studios. Where you would get sprayed in the face with water or like on the I, back of your neck and the sound yeah. was in your yeah. uh, speaker. So it sounded like it was crying up. It was genuinely pretty terrifying. But I uh, went to see, I did quite a yeah. lot of 4D shows when I went to Universal Studios in Disneyland in Florida. And so we did uh, Stitch Unleashed in 4D. That was really fun. We did Bugs Life in 4D. That was really, I freaked the fuck out because it felt like there were, they had. Uh, sensors that were on the seat so it felt like a load of bugs crawled underneath you um so that what a was a fun really experience for children yeah for children <laughs> um, hey kids come watch this film by the way we're going to simulate <laughs> the fucking dts we saw um, shrek 4d and i just remember donkey sneezing and we got splashed with water and i was like i don't want to imagine snot right now thank you but they were all like really um gimmicky and you mm. you kind of were able to enjoy them because that's what you were going in for but yeah. i don't want to go and watch a movie with that like a movie that i have to take seriously i really don't want to do that it's different if you're in like a theme park that's what you're there for yeah but to go to a cinema again no <laughs> yeah no it's it seems very silly it's silly and it's so much money yeah, you pay a lot of money for those cinema tickets. I that's one of the only things that I really miss about the UK is I miss my Odeon um, cinema pass. Uh -huh. uh, is that not equivalent in, in Canadian? Nope, they tried to do it in the states, but the guy kept lying about how many people was doing it, and he basically just spent two and a half million dollars buying people movie <laughs> tickets. Oh shit! <laughs> and, um, um, but in Canada, we don't have it, and I fucking loved it. It was so yeah. good, um, and I haven't seen really any film since. So it's very frustrating. Oh, um, this is a guys, fun offer! I can get cheap that? tickets, cheap tickets at the View in Saint Enox. Oh damn, we've got a hookup! I got a hookup. Nice. All right, we just hit two hours. Um, it. Thanks for coming on, guys. Should we get you oh, to plug pleasure. things, Paul? Paul, what can you plug? Uh, I got a Questing Time live show this Sunday. Nice. Um, we've um, who's doing that? Uh, Jess Jewell from the Piss Brigade. Um, yeah. We'll be playing a version of Biff the Understudy. Uh, <laughs> Bryony Redman, uh, Nick Samson will be playing Koo, the pigeon who was turned into a human man. Um, and we may or may not have the delightful John Luke Roberts. 
Oh, wonderful. Once again, being, and I'm quoting here, a very naughty dwarf. <laughs> um, but that's at the Phoenix at 7 o'clock on Sunday night uh, for a tenant, and that's how that works. Uh, you can book online. Have a look. I'm at Questing Time, and you can find the details there if you are inclined. And um, yeah. I mean, if you watch this yeah, show and you're not already following Questing Time, then get your shit together. Yeah. Um, how could they not yeah. be? Um, great Halloween. stuff. And we're doing a Halloween one as well. We've got we've got Halloween booked in the venue for like a spooky role play game night. Uh, I genuinely don't know whether that's going to be like everyone plays like a monster trying to run a hotel in D and D, or we might play an actual horror role playing game. There's one called Ten Candles, where the, you turn all the lights out. The only lighting in the room is ten candles. Okay. And every time a candle goes out, something awful happens to one of the characters. <gasps> cool. I want to um, play. Like, I like, I've been looking at that, and I'm like, I, I don't think I can, nor do I think I should try and make this funny. It's a really brilliant right. horror storytelling mechanism. I, Wicked. I cannot yeah. stress how much I love games and Halloween, and that just sounds like such a fun time. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Cool. But, um, uh, Tiger and Kirsten, thank you so much for doing the shout-outs uh, for Paul. Everyone make sure to click oh, on you. those and go see them. Uh, Will, what about you? Where can people see you? What can you do? Um, what's your Italian if, restaurant? Uh, La Capanina in Town, Brighton. I'm there two or three times a week. Um, yes. If you've got Amazon Prime, uh, Fo and Joan have got a really good special. I reckon I'm watching that. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You're not doing the hour you have anytime a soon. Podcast? Or? Do you not? Oh yeah, yeah she sure, got a podcast. Laura. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Laura Lex, uh, called National Treasures, where Laura Lex and I go on nice days out. Uh, we've just filmed the rest of series two and start series three, so do give that a look. And if you live anywhere near <clears throat> Brighton, let's go for a coffee. Unless you're a dickhead, I don't want to. Yeah. We have That's a fair. zero dickhead policy in the Traggies. You're fine. These are all jams. Great. Yes. Sweet. Yeah. And most of you have his number. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, you have my phone number because I gave you that. Uh, yeah, and I, I, that. I understand that all the messages were very supportive. Yeah. Not no one's been a dickhead yet. Someone did ask me for a grand. What I tell you. Yeah, fair enough. That's so you can shoot your shot. <laughs> but when I said I'm awfully sorry, no, they said fair enough. Have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, oh, Trogies. Uh Ashley, anything you want to plug? You got shows coming up? I am performing at the Monkey Barrel on Saturday, five o'clock show. Um, you can get tickets to that in the link in the chat, or I'll pop it into the podcast description. And I'm doing a show with fellow Untitled Twitch stream host, John Hastings, at the end of November, 28th of November at Monkey Barrel. He's doing his show. I'm doing his support. Um, so come along to that. You'll get two out of three hosts of the show. It's doing quite well because we all live in different parts of the world. So, mm. um, yeah, that's me. Chris, what have you got happening? Uh, you can see me somehow uh, Zoom bombing uh, John's show with Ashley just so that I'm involved uh, because yeah. I'm needy like that. Uh, <laughs> I get shows coming up. If you happen to be on Vancouver Island, come and see me live. I'm going to be gigging in, Van in Victoria a lot over the next few months. So come out there. Um, other than that, send I got me some podcasts. links. I got a bunch of friends out there. I want to. I want to get you to meet my buds. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well. Um, uh, yeah. I got a, a two podcasts: uh, Chris Betts versus and the Big Shiny Podcast. Uh, the links are in the chat. Uh, I do my daily stream. If you want to uh, follow my 
personal channel, come on down there. I played uh, do the New York Times crossword every weekday and uh, sort of playing the Avengers game today, which is not as bad as everyone wanted me to think it was. It's very fun. Nice. It's not amazing, but it's fine. Uh, that's about it. I don't really have much to do. Oh, you have a question. Where's Hastings? Hastings is uh, the opening for the uh, Jamali. <laughs> He's opening for Jamali on tour right now. In He's LA? Doing a uh, in yeah. San Diego, I think, yeah. Cool. California. Yeah, so he couldn't make it today. Indeed. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm we raid, do we raid Fox Comedy or Sean Morley? Uh, What's Fox Comedy? Oh, uh, George, George Fox. Fox. George Fox is my vote. Yeah, okay. George Fox. I also right. George Fox. Always get consent before licking. That is the... <laughs> that is the raid message. That Always raid get consent message. before licking. That's the raid message. Uh, thank you so much for watching, everybody. Thanks for coming on, guys. Really appreciate it. Uh, we're now going to play a video of an old woman talking about sex. Enjoy, George Fox. Bye. That wins. Penis into her vagina. That's all. So the man passes the sperm to the woman, and now his sperm is in her. Maybe you're wondering if a mistake could 